0: GM, GM, what's going on, you D-Gens? How is everyone doing today? Season, season three. Is that your name? Is that how I say it? Can you just confirm season, season three? Got the whole squad in here. I think this is Jaguar, Cutter, Mr. Sandman. What's going on? GM, GM. Free Market, good morning to you as well. Morning, sir. How you doing? We're good, man. We are good. Things are good. I got a nice hot coffee in front of me.
1: My coffee is lukewarm. I'll take it.
0: King Blue, hologram.
1: I know. The homies are here. Yeah, hologram and I are getting excited for that Gap drop. Comfy boys represent.
0: Yeah, man, I'm gonna go shopping at the Gap. I want to get one of those Basquiat t-shirts that they have.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know they got the they got the goods.
0: Kevin, Chipper, How, Comfy Boys in the house. Comfy Boys. Giao. T.O. Dave, look at this! Everyone is uh, wishing the GMs.
1: Mm, we like the GM. I'll tell you. Long ago, on a site far, far away, somebody had a tagline every morning: um, "Good morning, future uh, big I cloud see, no millionaires." Remember. And and I don't remember seeing a lot of GM before that. So I, I'm not. I think you started it. Honestly, a trend. But I think you started it. Let's just say that Farouk and Whale Shark and Zeneca and many of your favorite NFT influencers were once on a small little startup called BitCloud. That was a social networking, a social network built on top of a blockchain. People had their own tokens. You could buy and sell somebody's career, somebody's concept, somebody's personality. Um, yeah and there's going to yeah. be a, a really interesting dissect
0: of that I think that could happen like what ultimately went wrong uh, because there was so much right for a little bit and um, yeah I really just think that there's a bit of a dark side to uh, to assigning a dollar value besides someone's social media profile
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Do you, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Maybe that's, uh, maybe
1: it was that's a, wrong. An interest, it was an interesting study in human psychology. And I know that it's it, BitCloud has been rebranded as DSO. And I actually had somebody hop in our general, in the Alphamib general, and say, anybody here on DSO? And I was like, oh, this must <laughs> be. No, because... I was like, oh, this must be a Big Cloud person. Because if you guys don't know, Alphamint long, long ago started on Big Cloud. I said, oh, this yes, is a Big Cloud person.
0: Probably a little known fact at this point.
1: Yeah, right. Who found it. And no, this person was just like, nah, I just heard about this thing called DSO. And I was wondering if anybody here heard about it. And I thought to myself, uh-oh. Is the time to be long Deeso? Oh, I can't even say those words. I don't, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. ah. ah. Strange.
0: What a time. This is, yeah, this is no, we, uh, this is, this is how we all got together. This is the reason why it exists. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. little history lesson while we're waiting for some people to file in. Free market, myself, uh, Cardinal, Wendy Lee, Shubang, and uh, a gentleman by the name of Ray. Um, five of the six, uh, I, I don't know, maybe Ray's it lurking in, uh, in, um, uh, Alphamint 2, I think he was in there at one point, but all of them are... In the uh, the Moon Lounge, uh, we had our own project started up on BitCloud. We did a lot of networking, met a lot of really interesting people, and ultimately, long story short, has led to um, this being created. Now, uh, Free Market and I aren't the the leading founders of Alphament. That's Scott NVO and Drip Cult. But uh, yeah, we everyone kind of slowly but surely came together through that. So while it wasn't All a created. gigantic success,
1: it was uh, it led to some great great shit. It, it created such a strong community it outlasted the concept itself yeah yeah hey i mean look at its
0: fundamentals six dollars six dollars and six cents i'm so sorry for clapping into the microphone my apologies all good <laughs> we we like the looks we like the looks oh man I, I if if it is possible to be any more bullish on that i didn't fucking buy it <laughs> before 10, the show though. whoops hey good looks in what you got cooking six ten what fucking chart are you looking at
1: Oh is this another magic situation? Are you kidding me? Refresh and tell me it's not six.
0: Ugh. I got five eighty-seven. Oh, 587, which is nothing to I, shake a stick at. Look at this big uh, <laughs> green dong sticking up in the chart there.
1: Let's mm, we like the green candles.
0: Like look at this. Candles. Look at look at this. Boom. Somebody <clears throat> somewhere, 597 now. 29 ETH purchase. Nice.
1: 176er. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Go. Someone bought 1.76. Someone sold 1.76 right before someone bought 176. I don't know if the Illuminati is involved here. They're Illuminati. very into their numbers over yeah. at that project. So speaking right, of Illuminati, well, it was fun. The
0: devs do something. No um cool 21 people in the audience gm to all of you guys make sure um you you throw your gm in there if you're just joining us love to see it but uh yeah you want to get the show going I missed it. I'm sorry. GM everybody and welcome to the Wednesday, January 19th edition of the Alpha Mint Morning Show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch. Thank you so much for everyone joining us again today. It's been a, uh, a, a I don't know. It's been a week. I don't know what kind of week it's been. It's been different. Um some, some of the uh, NFT minting has just been going crazy with all of like the weird Ella Dow and Irene Dow stuff going down. Uh, been a lot of hot cooks in the, uh, in the, the pre-sale minting and, and looking forward to that as well. Uh, how was your, uh, How was your Tuesday, FMC?
1: Tuesday was great. Uh, there were not a lot of mints that I participated in and I'm still holding off on most of them, except, you know, the highest quality ones. I think we had a pretty obvious blow off top a couple Saturdays ago. And since then, the reason we've seen any project pump is because a bunch of traders came back into NFTs. They left after last fall when we had our previous bubble pop. And We had that major, major fundamental pump for three weeks that, you know, genuinely, genuinely new money flooded into the market. And then uh, it stopped. It was all because Bored Apes were trickling down on us. That money dried up. And now all of our ETH is locked into these small and medium projects again. So we're waiting for that to uh, smooth out. And that will be when either more Bored Apes are bought or... Coinbase comes online or there are a few catalysts that could bring new money into the market, but you are going to just see these rolling pumps as traders move from one uh, mint to the other, trying to dump on each other and run away with the most ETH.
0: Yeah, it's uh. There's been a lot of depression in um, some of the existing projects that were doing really well just before that little um, maybe gas induced bear market we had for a couple of days there. But gas has been good, um, and the life hasn't come back to a lot of existing projects, but is flowing into mints. And you know we're in that kind of that cycle right now. And eventually people are going to make their bags and put it back into existing projects. Uh, you know we we talked a lot about lemons, cool man's universe. Um, uh Alien Friends, the, that little cohort of, uh, uh, you know, profile picture projects have been uh, definitely sitting lower than they were. I think it's like, you know, about 0.35 for Lemons right now, just under an ETH for uh, cool man's and the Alien Friends. I actually haven't even checked on recently, but I think it 2. was headed towards 2. that. Yeah, it was headed towards that two ETH, you know, and those were projects that were super hot. Yeah, maybe they were due for a cool down anyways. But, you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the mints and, and stuff that were happening just before the uh, the WTF fiasco and the the extended high gas prices uh, really haven't recovered uh since then, but I think that's okay. Uh, you know, there's always going to be a shakeout and, you know, people, people move their funds around and it will, uh, will
1: come back. So, uh, and I actually to- think it proves that gas is less of a factor than people think, right? Gas right now is really low. It's been averaging under a hundred for at least the last 48 hours. And it hasn't, hasn't done shit all for any of the floors out there. And in fact, floors have still been down, right? Yet, when new money was flooding into this market, people were willing to pay the gas, right? Gas was consistently over 100, but damn, NFTs were moving as great as I had ever seen, even including last summer. So it's really not about high gas. It's about whether new money is coming into this market. It sounds simple. The thing is, you tell someone that it's like, well, you don't know when it's going to happen. You can't make it happen. And it's kind of just like you sit and wait and where's that next catalyst?
0: So I, I agree and I disagree on some, some regards. I wholeheartedly agree with the new money flowing in, right? Like you, you've mentioned it many, many times before, but, you know, celebs start buying board apes and you get that ripple effect that kind of hits through the market. Um, you know, if these big, big, uh, older projects start to, to moon in price, you start to see, you know, uh, the people who got in early, take some gigantic profits and redistribute throughout, um, uh, the NFT space. Uh, so I, I, I fully agree with that. I, I, I don't think that low gas means that NFTs should be mooning, but I do think that when gas is extendedly or um is very high for an extended period of time, it definitely takes the wind out of the sails. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those those projects that are sitting at 0.05, 0.1, all of a sudden you want to buy it from OpenSea and you see the uh, the the quoted gas at like 0.035. Now all of a sudden you're 35% or more uh, doing some backwards math underwater to the investment just on the purchase price of your gas definitely stings a little bit so um that would be my personal take on it but yeah i i agree with you in the sense that gas is not end-all be-all and like uh, gas consistently being below 100 or being below 80 doesn't mean um that we're just nfts go up
1: well and i i also want to distinguish between what i believe are fundamental pumps okay versus rolling trading pumps, right? Low gas stimulates trading. Okay. And anytime you're having a fundamental pump, having low gas is, you know, it's gasoline on the fire, even though that sounds contradictory, it increases it. But I think that fundamental pumps are when new money comes into the market, that's not going to leave versus just money rotates around. Because right now, the only thing that's happening is money rotates around. If we get a new mint and it's hot, it's because money is coming out of existing projects. It's not because new money is coming into this market. So there's a difference between fundamental pumps and kind of the manufactured ones. And I think when it comes to fundamental pumps, unless gas is at shib levels, it's not going to derail it. But yeah, I agree. I mean, look, we all want lower gas. I'm doing more things because gas is low. That's not a question.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. And, and for those projects that rely on um, lots of transactions taking place, like the uh, on-chain gaming that we're, you know, so enamored with, uh, it definitely does hurt there too, right? Like Critters yeah. was one that really uh, had had this, you know, behemoth ball rolling with Becker and Pranksy jumping in. And all of a sudden, gas is high. Well, you, you know, you have to claim your block token using gas. You have to mint... Um, the uh the plots using gas if you want to sell said plots you have to unstake them because they come already staked uh using gas and this is just you know when you smash it all together ends up adding up to a lot and then the buyer has to buy you know use gas to buy said things all over it just like all of these little little transactions and i'll tell you something being a large out of the system
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you something I ran into, you know, after seven days, if you've rented a critter, you're allowed to claim it back. Well, I was doing the math and based on what you would get on the open market, it wasn't worth the gas to revoke the critter. And then list him again for somebody else to buy, right? Because the amount people were paying to buy wouldn't have covered the gas to revoke the critter.
0: So you so, can leave the critter in their wallet and they can just yeah. keep playing?
1: Oh, they can they keep playing. That's super you manually, cool. So if you get yeah.
0: somebody who's like really raking it in for you, you just let them mm-hmm. go for it.
1: The only thing I question from a game theory perspective is does somebody stop playing or slow down once they mentally know it can be revoked at any time, or are they still going? Probably not, right? They're no, still- I think
0: that they, if they're, if, well, that's the, the really sticky thing of, about mm-hmm. the, that game is just that like, you know, once you've contributed to your, your own base or anything that you're building or, or a group of people, right? Like you want to keep doing it and you want to get back into it. So I would assume that if they're in there and they have been very active, uh, you know, Provided money is not a huge issue, they would probably just yeah. look to rent again. Right, I think. Right. I think. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No. So I think it, that was just an. It, I, I should have thought of it, but it was just an interesting thing that came up. I was like, oh, the gas here would actually cost me because you know the moment <clears throat> you can get back your rental as a as a competent landlord, you're like, Ooh, give me back my property. But wait a minute, it actually costs money to revoke your property, and if you can't get that same price to rent it again. What's the point? You're wasting money and time trying to go out and rent that thing again.
0: Hundred percent, and you always run the risk of somebody renting it and then not playing too, right? And you're just oh, costing yeah, yourself. A, that's not why, not earning that thirty percent.
1: Right. That's right now why, when the price is zero, you're a lot more hesitant. Like I like renting it to you know people you know. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, we have our Discord. We, you know, I, I'm in a ton of Discords where you develop this very large community. Of people who know about critters and stuff so that they can, you know, rent them and you know that they're going to play. But when the price of critters is like zero, I'm not convinced that the person's going to be completely motivated to play when block was a dollar eighty, Sure. Um, not necessarily a 25 cents, you know, it's 150 bucks a day, which here in, a, in the Western world is a decent living. But in some parts of the world, that's a, a monthly salary right yeah, so this I is mean, profound
0: it can be firmly above minimum wage that's for sure
1: for firmly i mean we we were talking about uh the other day that monthly income in a certain part of mexico was $100 right yep. and i mean that this this is 50% more income per day for playing minecraft i think yeah. that's really profound
0: it's powerful for sure. Um, and this is one of the things that is going to continue to be a trend too, because it's, it's leveling the playing field as well. Right. You yep. know, I think that uh, anyone in the world can be doing this and earning a decent living. You're going to see a lot of, a lot of people jump in there. We saw um, it
1: with Axie Infinity. Axie is a Axies uh, are great, perfect example.
0: Yeah. And it's not yeah. even the, the, the best form of it. So you right. know, more, more to come for sure. Uh, let's jump into the crypto market because I do think that this is sort of playing a, um, a role in what's going on in nfts as well right um things are pretty Rocky right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're hugging that $3,100 mark pretty firmly on ETH. Uh, Bitcoin is constantly flirting with breaking that $40,000 barrier. Uh, you know, I, I think that the sentiment of people is starting to turn pretty bearish, which doesn't mean that it is. Uh, it's just that that's a sentiment. And as we know, oftentimes uh, the exact opposite can happen right it's uh it's not always a self-fulfilling prophecy when uh when these things take place um but i do think that with uh you know things kind of feeling like they're teetering a little bit maybe some people aren't locking up all of their liquidity into into nfts as well so i think that this is uh kind of part and partial honestly if you uh you know if you agree or disagree
1: well, you know, the there's two reasons one would sell their JPEGs into Ethereum if they're financially minded, right? It's either because you think Ethereum is going to go much higher and you'll be able to buy more NFTs at a later time if you switch it into ETH, or it's because you think fiat is going to go higher than Ethereum and you want to switch completely out of it and into either a Tether or, you know, actual USD. So one and i wouldn't call it alarming but certainly eyebrow raising move we saw was eddie's is kong's this guy is is very prominent in the the cyber kong's community and the nft community in general he's an advisor on a ton of projects you'd probably know most of them um that's not to say that he is uh you know he's an influencer So he's not, you know, it doesn't mean everything he says is gospel. He may not always have one's best interests at heart. um, But he started selling a lot, if not all of his NFTs yesterday, right? And and this was was certainly alarming to some people. So I would think in his mind, it's by the philosophy of I'd better get into USD because everything's going to fall. And the charts have turned bearish. There's certainly... There's certainly, we're at the beginning of sentiment turning quite bearish again after everyone felt, felt a little relief. I would say we never got really bullish again, but at the same time, um, I just don't know if we've had that flush. Too many people are 100%, 100% convinced that crypto is a good long-term bet. And whether it is or isn't, if too many people are convinced of it before, what's the key? New money comes in. And we know there are impediments to new money coming in, whether it's friction for the masses, whether it's regulations for the institution. But until new money comes in, we're not going any higher. We're just going to be stuck either in the range or lower. And we need some sort of sentiment flush, and we also need some sort of mass adoption into crypto. I believe that's going to happen because of NFTs. I think it's going to happen this year, but we can't discount a flush right here. I'm, I am still of the belief <clears throat> that we are going to be stuck in range, and the guys calling for a flush right now are going to be just as frustrated as the guys calling for 10000 if we, I, I'm watching 2800 very closely. We probably wouldn't want to lose that level. I'd, I'd kind of assess what was going on at that point. I wouldn't panic, but the charts would be uh, pretty broken if we lost that level. So I'm watching that. We could see a dip there anytime in the next few days. I think it'll be bought, but we adjust to reality. And if that happens, we'll, we'll adjust our thesis
0: yeah i'm curious as to what everyone else thinks about uh the current state of the 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 larger crypto market whether you're uh bullish or bearish right now too so uh let it let us know and uh kind of do like a little impromptu p- uh poll on on what the uh the general sentiment is but but yeah i i agree it does um it does just feel like there's that range and like it this this it, it feels very split you know what I mean i think there's a just there's a bull for every bear right now and i think it's just gonna be a constant ongoing battle i did see something on uh decrypt which i'll pull up right now and this is not the article i'm pulling up but um uh i did see that it was something like 30 percent of bitcoin purchases at this point are underwater and then you know there's some some potential for some leverage to get flushed out again too uh which you know might might definitely shake things up a bit
1: mm-hmm. and i just yeah. want to also point this out because it's a really fundamental fact about markets that trends ride disagreement. Okay. And reversals ride agreement. All right. Reversals are caused by agreement. So right now it feels like half the market is bearish. That's actually good because we know that the underlying trend is up. All right. And as long as a certain number of participants disagree with that, I actually think the trend will stay intact. So why do we get these short term tops cuz everybody agrees on a short term thesis okay so i think that's what we're going through right now but as long as we still have major disagreement about you know fundamentals long term possibilities we're going to stay on trend and that works the same way for downtrends too you know when people disagree oh don't worry we're not going down we're going to be fine buy the dip it's going to be all right that supports a downtrend when we're in one. so Right now, we're in an uptrend. As long as I continue to see this type of disagreement, I know we will continue up in it. But short term, it's uh, very volatile.
0: Yeah, I think that this is uh, is definitely putting some pressure on our our beloved NFTs as well. Um, All right, let's pull up uh, Ethereum NFT badge app. POAP raises $10 million to fund development. Uh, This is great. I think uh, POAP is one of those things that people just genuinely love. I'd never hear anything really too bad about it. Uh, I have not been a badge collector myself, but one of the things that I love about POAP is that um, I, I think it becomes a very, very easy way for people to understand the concept of NFTs, much like you know, people who collected their old tickets to say, hey, I was at this uh you know this 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 concert um I can't even think of a fucking band's name right now. <laughs> I almost said the Beatles are just gonna like mm. no no but I wonder if anybody's ever been that in that uh, co would Beatles. be very valuable. Very valuable yeah um but um but yeah I mean at its base form this is such an easy collectible um and, uh, and, and POAP, I think, is going to do a lot for bringing people into NFTs uh, even further. I think it's a great, great first step in removing that friction. Um, sure, it's on the polygon layer, but that's okay. I mean, we we need things like this um, to get people into it. So if you start to see um, POAPs being offered for being at uh, you know the Super Bowl, which we've talked about a, a bunch being, you know, something to, to look out for for NFTs. Um, if you start to see them offered at cons, concerts or or anything else, conferences like that, you know, this is going to be a way that people get that app on their phone and, and start to participate in this in a very easy way. And then you slowly but surely start to go down the rabbit hole. So I love to see that they're uh, they're getting some money to fund their, their, uh, their development there. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out
1: of this. The general argument against crypto has always been scalability. And this is blockchain blockchain technology in general, right? It's very effective at small scales and starts to become not effective at large scales. Ethereum is finally scaling and it's happening in front of our eyes. We've seen L2s come into their own in the last year, whether we're talking about Poly or whether we're talking about Arbitrum. And a POAP is so beneficial for both the person issuing it and the user. I mean, think about it. It motivates people to attend things, right? And when you're throwing an event, when you're holding a spaces, when you're doing an interview, when you're doing a live show, attendance is key, right? If people aren't there, people don't show up. And POAPs, people know, well, this, this could be anything in the future. The Po app that you got from Farouk allowed you to mint the rug radio pass, which allowed you to mint the rug radio mint pass, which allowed you to rent mint the rug, right? I mean, these things really have a lot of utility because they're so cheap, so free, and so easy. The the app on the iPhone, if you haven't downloaded it, organizes all your Po apps. Um, They're really, really great for a creator to be able to you know, contact their audience, airdrop things to their audience, give perks without having to, uh, without having to deal with the cumbersomeness of L1 or gas fees. So I think that POAP is going to be huge. I think the name alone, you know, it's it you can just tell this is going to be like kleenex or google right did you po app did you use your yeah. po app like it has I see your po app yeah yeah sure. i mean you just I feel it i think 10 million is like a steal i think this is going to be one of the largest companies in crypto i'm so bullish on Poaps, and i can definitely announce that uh the morning show will be having its own Poaps coming up very soon Um, and sick. yeah, absolutely. I've already uh, initiated the process on the POAP app. There is an approval. Uh, so it's either going to be Friday or next week, but yeah, we're going to start doing some POAPs too. They're just really great ways, uh, for, to not only show support to your, uh, audience and fans who are listening, but it just allows the creator so much ability to Distribute more content, right? And, and to reach that audience. So,
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, as we were talking about this, I'm like, I should do a app for my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. love that. Love that! No, how cool would that be? Like, just tell people to like sign up for this before, and you'll get a poap for it. Just as a, like just a, a little mm-hmm. thing as a, as a nod to, you know, something that you know I love, we love, we love talking about, and you know, do for a living now. Um, you know, it's not as kind of brazen as being like download an Ethereum wallet. I'm going to give you an NFT, right? Like, you can airdrop you know, what them what your Christmas so easy. Every year. Oh my god, I love it.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. No more No, mail,
0: no. no more honestly Christmas. I've I never even considered something like that. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that I would do that, but I'm just saying like that's, oh, uh, you know, I, I if that is the happen. social use case for it, then this is uh this is incredibly powerful. I'm 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 even more bullish than two minutes ago when we started the segment. <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> you want to get in on this next seed round
0: with me? Uh yeah, I've got yeah, a I've got a 45 we'll go bucks I could east. probably throw into it. Um all right. <laughs> uh pretty big news I think coming out of the uh OpenSea world is that they're acquiring the Ethereum wallet maker Dharma Labs. Um and kind of importantly, their uh the CEO of Dharma Labs is going to become the uh, OpenSea's chief technology officer, uh which I think they desperately need and I hope this person is um uh pr- pretty competent i would hope that they are if they're developing eth wallets but um yeah i mean this is the this is a signal that openc is going to be having their own wallet uh and i've also been heard, hearing rumors that OpenSea is going to be looking to be a fiat on ramp as well for nfts now we often talk about looks rare on this uh on this show because we're so bullish on it and you know how can openc compete with looks rare in the way that they're doing it well Honestly, this is one of them because uh, LooksRare is not going to have the ability to be a fiat on-ramp. Um, their their premise is too decentralized, and you do need those like semi-centralized bridges in between. Uh, you know, like a centralized company sitting on top of a, a decentralized network and interacting with the the banks and whatnot. Uh, so this is one of OpenSea's competitive advantages, and it looks like they are marching full steam towards it. Uh, and and you know, and I hope if that's the case that they continue to work on the technical side of it because it can be a very frustrating experience. Um, and for new people entering the space, which is obviously the goal, uh, it will be incredibly frustrating for this thing to never work. So um I, I think that this is a a huge step for open sea. It doesn't make me less bullish on looks rare. If if anything, it almost makes me more bullish. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is this is going to be
1: something to watch, and this is uh this is an important step for open I think this is actually the law you know, some of the bigger news uh in the industry and it almost feels buried right now. It doesn't seem like a huge story, but I think that there's two things here. One, this is a huge move by OpenSea. I think we already knew what direction they were going. And this is an obvious um this is an obvious move in that direction, right? Uh but the the other side of it is it seems that this almost guarantees kyc on openc at some point right because if you're talking about linking directly to people's bank accounts and being a fiat on rample that's kyc and we're not anti-kyc but we know that many many crypto people are averse to it and this in my opinion is also good news for looks rare so i think this is this story is very interesting because I guess this whole show, I've just been talking about new money coming in because I do believe it's the next phase of this market. And I think given all the new money coming in, you can see OpenSea and Coinbase's volumes go up while something like LooksRare volume goes up. As anybody who wanted the old way of doing things, the non-KYC, the OpenSea-like format, all that type of good stuff is going to move over to LooksRare. Or, you know, and that's why I think that this news is really, really big. It's kind of being undersold, I would think, in the way it's being reported. And this is big news for the entire uh, NFT market.
0: Yeah, having a direct, seamless, like, fiat on-ramp to wallet to interacting with OpenSea and buying NFTs to said wallet is, like, you know, a four-step process that I I think that they're looking to turn into basically one, Um, and and including directly buying uh, NFTs with USD, right? So, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I I I think that this is going to be something something big, um, and I, I do love the idea that uh, OpenSea can be a, a you know a, a big onboarder of new users because eventually you know um, people start with something and then they look for better alternatives. Like I can tell you, you know, the last crypto exchange that I used was certainly not the first crypto exchange that I used, um, but it was the easiest one to get me into the space, and then I started going, oh, there's more out there. Oh, this you know, exchange has some interesting coins on it that I want to check out. Um, and, you know, you start going a little bit further down the the rabbit hole. So, you know, this is a this is a good first step and I'm, I'm bullish on it. Yep. Um, no, no. Yeah, sorry. I was just uh, trying to figure out what tab we've got next. I guess uh, we... Speaking of NFT marketplaces, we just wanted to give Looks Rare another shout out. Uh, we love talking about it on the show just because of how bullish we are. Um, I'm hearing that they've done some U- UX um, upgrades on their site, so the uh, the buy now feature is a little bit more functional. Um, adding some some better filters in place and whatnot, which is great. Uh, I continue to be blown away by the volume that's going on on that site, even if it is just wash trading. Uh, the amount of uh, wealth rewards. that that uh, I've been receiving has been steadily increasing, and not just because my looks is compounding, um, but but because the volume is going up. You know, and and uh, I, I did not make a big investment into this, and I did not receive a a lot compared to some people for the free airdrop. But you know, um, I just claimed 0.25 in and WEth this morning. Um, and I'm happy to say that whatever error I was having the day before has fixed itself. I think somehow the the gas limit had was briefly uh, briefly adjusted and uh, is is now working. But yeah, looks rare is hitting uh, it very very briefly hit six dollars here this morning, uh, chilling out at five seventy five. And this chart is basically just been up only. We've you know we see some pretty sharp candles on it, but we haven't seen any like just absolute parabolic uh, euphoria type move. And I I really just think that this thing is just, uh, it's basically like a train that's just picking up some steam.
1: I'm going to read a quote from a meme because it really puts all of my points that you and I have made about Looks Rare into one kind of summary, right? This is your classic, bell curve meme with the hooded genius on one side the 60 iq on the other and the 135 iq in the middle i will set the scene for you so 60 iq is going (laughs) looks rare uh 130 iq is crying and it's uh some incoherent rambling is all that's written above them now let's talk about looks rare really quick looks rare isn't just about one marketplace it's also a proxy play for open sea Coinbase, NFT, et cetera, since the average DGEN can't participate in multi-billion-dollar VC rounds. The 100% revenue-sharing model with users makes it a call option on the entire NFT sector in general. Whenever a major event re-rates the sector, looks could be one of the primary beneficiaries due to being a liquid, accessible NFT protocol with the maximum mind share. P.S. Devs are also omega-chads and receptive to their users. Mic drop. Did you write that or did
0: you, is that you? Oh, that was the, Oh, okay. No, I meant that last part. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I mean, looking at it as a call option on the entire NFT marketplace space is, you know, a a brilliant way of seeing it for sure, because you can't participate in coin. uh, You can't directly participate in Coinbase's marketplace. You got to bet on them as a company as a whole, which is honestly not a bad bet. Um, OpenSea, isn't public yet, although it looks like they will. um But looks rare is you know is going to be the beneficiary of all of these other marketplaces succeeding too, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think OpenSea is going to airdrop us any of the shares from that IPO either.
0: Yeah, and when you say I don't think so, like they're absolutely not going to <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear. I know that that's what you meant, but let's just be clear about that. You are not getting fuck all from OpenSea. Um, Maybe give you a lot of
1: fuck, but none of the all.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe down the road, um, especially if Looks Rare continues to kind of creep up in their their rearview mirror, you might see some, you know, rewards loyalty systems, some referral programs going on in OpenSea. But right now, they know that they have you by the balls, and they are just acquiring as much dollar as possible under the uh, under the hood here, and they are doing and a Looks very Re- good
1: job of it. Yeah. And Luxor still has another 24 days to convince everybody to come over and use their product in the sense that these wash trading rewards are basically going to end when their lockup ends in 24 days, right? So the way that they've structured the initial Lux rewards, which I think when we look back in retrospect is considered one of the greatest business moves of all time, um, is that they Essentially, wink, wink, promoted wash trading to get all of us to go. Holy shit! Look at this web. Look at look at what's happening here. It makes all of us want to go. And use... this was the greatest customer acquisition move of all time. I think if Looks rare had the exact same functionalities of OpenSea, we would all move over tomorrow. Uh, I think the OpenSea volume would be zero. I don't know why anybody at that point would use OpenSea. So I I, I think that. You know, what we're seeing here is special. I don't think it's just going to change the NFT market. I think it's going to change how crypto views um, the way they structure their token on it.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I I wanted to pull up this infographic that I think... uh Pardon me. We we kind of missed talking about the other other day, uh, just about like why, especially for high volume traders or or people that are throwing around a lot of uh, ETH, really benefit from it. But just like the the that half percent decrease in. Um, This is all framed around one board ape being sold 49.37. It sold for 91 ETH. That half percent less in fees, you know, equated to about $1,500 for them, which, you know, definitely not nothing. You just bagged 300,000. So are you concerned about that $1,500? Maybe, maybe not, but it's definitely a nice thing. Um, Now, on the buyer side, they ended up getting another 923 look. Now, at the time of this happening, look was at $3.80. you know, now hitting six dollars we're we're now talking closer to um you know five six thousand dollars worth of, uh, of value there. So one board eight being traded is basically equating to in today's dollar amount, probably about, Seven, eight thousand dollars more per transaction. Now you do that over a hundred board ape sales, and now you have seven hundred thousand dollars in in value that's been created for the participants of it. Actually, more because the seller, uh, sorry, the buyer will get some too. Um, you know that is going back into the ecosystem uh and being used to trade nfts and on top of that all of the people who have their looks token staked is getting a little chunk of that weth reward too again you claim it and you're either putting it back into looks which is i think both of our strategies or you go and you go shopping for a shiny new nft right like I, again i claimed 0.25 in eth this morning uh, I can buy stuff with that. Like that's that's a real amount of of ETH. You know, I could almost go buy a lemon for that. At this point, free market, you there?
1: I was wondering if they're going oh, to buy.
0: No, no worries.
1: I was wondering if they're going to buy. Let us eventually buy NFTs with looks.
0: That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I I guess I don't see why not if it's the, you know, the token that the platform is operating around and, you know, native to, Mm -hmm. um, at this point, I'd, I don't even know if I'd want to sell any or buy anything for no, that. Sell it for looks, theory. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like I'm enjoying this the staking process of it mm-hmm. too much. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean this continues to amaze. Um, but the open sea news is bullish uh, again. Rising tides lift all ships, in, in this kind of ecosystem, it's very small, tight knit, um, and there's definitely going to be spillover effects there as well. So very great stuff. Um, very briefly, wanted to touch on a Twitter thread that you brought up this morning about a uh, manga comment. Uh, com- comment comic shonen jump never seen this or heard of this in my life before I'm not sure if you have too or either uh, have you I've seen the imagery I don't know anything about manga okay yeah no I don't either um but this is a uh, not in the NFT realm whatsoever. They said they're going to be a huge, exciting announcement tomorrow. They did have to clarify that it's not NFTs because uh, the uh, the comment section exploded with hate. We're going to unsubscribe. This will be the worst thing you ever do. You're you're buying into a Ponzi pyramid scheme scam that's killing the environment. Like just all of the buzzwords being thrown together into uh, into one sentence. Um, and uh, it was just, it really just signifies to me that like, they still hate it. You know, <laughs> there's so many people that still hate this and have the wrong impression of it. And, uh, you know, these, these, the fireworks that kind of ensued on this, um, uh, I would just
1: love to read a few of these quotes for the audience because man, they're, they're just juicy. Well, uh, if you've got
0: some pulled up, I'm going to, I'll read the first one. Um, no, you go ahead. Do it. Sorry.
1: Yeah no Cl- uh, Clutch wrote Again said I am warning you now that if I see an NFT I will cancel my subscription piracy will also be absolutely on the table for affordable accessible manga if it yeah free is affordable if it means I don't support pyramid scheme scams that hurt the environment all right and then underneath if this is going to be an NFT then I'm going to start shoplifting your manga, canceling my subscription if you say it's an NFT. For the love of God, and anything holy or unholy, do not do an NFT thing. There are very few things that could make me cancel my sub. It's so cheap and provides so much value, but NFTs are one of them. You will never live it down, and you will lose thousands of customers forever. So that is the state. They hate us. They hate it. Yep. And I think it really, I just want everyone to know, we all are sick and annoyed of the you're so early meme. But when we talk about that, this is exactly what we're talking about. These people are going to be taking out credit card loans in three years to buy their little comic book on Coinbase or OpenSea or whatever marketplace is hot at the time. And they're going to do it proudly.
0: We're supporting the artist and the brand. And then we're going to dig up this person's tweet from three years prior.
1: You have to understand, and this is true in life and politics and love, facts don't convince people of anything. Stories convince people of something. And who are the best storytellers in the world? The media. And the media has crafted a story. I don't think it... You know, I don't know that the media is doing it on purpose, whether it's corporations feeding them ridiculous info. I'm sure it's all of that shit combined. But in the end, it's really just, you know, a figment of a a fact that human beings love a story. They're not convinced by facts, they're convinced by stories. This is the preeminent story in the media right now. So it's no surprise that this is what is permeated. But watch these type of reactions very closely. Soon, they're going to be somewhere in the middle. You're going to start seeing some people saying why it's not that. And then you're going to start seeing the majority of people support. And then you're going to see everybody want NFTs. And that is going to be the top. That is going to be when you want to sell everything in your portfolio. (laughs) You dump on the public. It's 1999 and we sail off into the 2030s on our yacht.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, this is, uh, Again, it's kind of like what you said. The the you are early shouldn't be used as a rallying cry. It's such a um, uh, it's kind of obnoxious. Like ah, oh, we're early. There's a uh, victory secured. We're guaranteed going to be rich. But at the same time. Um, stuff like this is an absolutely a signifier that you are early that narrative on the other side of the fence that we often don't get exposed to is not pleasant um and i actually just going back to uh, uh cool man's universe cool man coffee dan had the uh the um uh spaces when did he do that friday saturday night something like that um, yeah i think
1: and- they do one every week
0: yeah Is that right? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and for those of you that don't know, cool man, coffee, Dan, the artist and founder of that project has a gigantic following on Instagram. Um, And he uh, you know, if you go on the Instagram, there's not a lot of mention of NFTs or the fact that he's doing this on there. Uh, So I actually ended up getting up on the stage to kind of ask him about, you know, what is it going to take to get those people to support and, and get that you know online in in the nft world and you know i thought he gave a really great answer and it was just that like just genuine art genuine intent intentions and operating in that um in that realm will slowly but surely pull the people who understand your um, your your genuine intentions and have always appreciated what you've done in the space uh, it will slowly start to to grab those people um, and you'll slowly start to suck more and more and more of them in and then eventually the the haters are in the minority and they'll start to feel like they're missing out um i thought it was a great answer that he gave uh, and and if i uh, wasn't already bullish on that project i've left feeling a lot more too because it was somebody that just get it got it you know he wasn't worried about what his instagram following would do if he dropped an nft he just said i'm going to do this i believe in it and those um that believe in me can come come along for it and much like this manga project is probably well uh, sorry they're not doing nfts so i can't really speak to it but you know it was very likely that if they had done NFTs, they wouldn't have like 100% transitioned their business model into NFTs. They probably would have still provided the same value proposition to um, their current subscribers that they did before. And that's why that narrative or that idea of like, you've lost me, like I'll, I'm will i just going to pirate your shit after this. is like, it's so fucking ass backwards, man. And I, I hate it. It's just, it's so jaded and it, you don't have to um support nfts to support the person that you've believed in all this time or whatever do you know what i mean
1: yep yep and it's just a matter of human beings being herd animals and they just need to wait for everyone else to say it's okay before they do it and that'll happen
0: Definitely. But that was a, that was a great thread. I, I definitely got my morning going. So I appreciate you uh, sharing that with me too. Um, God, we still have so much to go and uh, we've just been jamming on all these great topics. Uh, I really quickly wanted to pull up WGMI, not because um, I I really enjoy doing a segment on it and haven't been lately. uh, But the one thing that caught my eye this morning, just kind of scrolling through it was I didn't really realize how much of a lead Board Apes has now taken over CryptoPunks until I kind of saw them side by side on this chart. Uh, yesterday, the floor of Board Apes was up to 82 ETH. It's hovering around 80 right now, 78. CryptoPunks is uh, having a hard time getting off the mat here. 60 ETH um, in sales and, or sorry, 60 ETH floor. Uh, and, and I just had this like, holy shit moment. Like Board Apes are really starting to run away with this. When was the
1: last time you saw a crypto punk?
0: It's a great point because like, <laughs> you say that right now, and as think the sentence it. was coming out of your mouth, I was like, "I actually don't know." <laughs> like all of the punks have changed their. I, I think you DC know. Investor is the only one that I see on a consistent basis. Actually, I think he might have even changed his Twitter profile to a ringer too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, so I
0: everyone- mean, amazing point. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a ringer.
1: Huh. this is again this is going to create a fabulous opportunity and it's going to be when people get way too bullish on you know the newer pfp projects and way too bearish on punks and it's probably not there yet luckily they're still not under um they're low so to say they i think they got down to fifties. so they they bounced back a bit and are just maintaining that and you know what i'm seeing now because i follow that punk bot pretty close you know whether you own a Punk or a Bored Ape, these are the apples and and uh, exons of the NFT market, and they tend to determine, you know, what happens to the larger indexes, right? So, watching them very closely, there's there's actually rare Punks that are moving right now, and I suppose you could look at that two ways, like, oh, oh, people are finally letting go of their rare Punks. Oh no, but they're not going for cheap either. You know, a hoodie sold for three hundred ETH the other day, which isn't. It's certainly under what it would have gotten earlier last year, but the uh, people are going after rares while they're on sale. Crypto punks aren't going anywhere uh, for all their stupidity. The one point they always made, which was true, is crypto punks don't ever need to do anything besides be crypto punks and they'll be fine. There's, there's There's no pressing need for some sort of new utility or a restructuring of the licensing agreement. Uh, the all these trends are cyclical and eventually punks will come back into fashion um, anytime something is this hated it it makes the contrarian in me start wanting to buy that said i think the cycle we're going to see is another ape pump right in the next few weeks whether it's a celebrity or you know we also have a lot of news coming from bored apes we have their token to be announced. We have their play to earn game, which would be out on iOS. I mean, these are going to be very accessible and visible to your average person. Um, So this could also start the ape. Apes are going to 100. And I don't know if it's, you know, this week, next week or whatever, but what starts that run there? um, I believe once they hit 100 and people start selling apes, they're going to be buying cool cats because now we got cats coming into cool pets, Right. And mm-hmm. all the wealthy are gonna to be told by their advisors and by MoonPay that hey, yeah, you want an eight, but guess what? You also want one of these cats. Hey, they're cheaper. They got this big came coming out, and they're the next big thing, right? And then yesterday we saw the Moon Pay wallet buy two serums, an M2 and an M1, and buy a cool cat. And they also bought what was it the
0: fourth thing there? Rug. Oh yeah, okay. I, I actually <laughs> like, didn't recognize the, it. What yeah.
1: the fuck is that for? Oh, it's a rug. Um, yeah. It, so I think that we're going to see, do you remember how the weeks leading up to the like overall giga pump we saw that apes and blue chips were moving, like nothing else was moving. We were still all like, oh, it's all apes and blue chips and, and that came down. Christmas came, we got the SOS and then everything just, you know, moon something vicious. Well, I think that'll be the same, right? Everything's still going to be depressed. Well, we get our another blue chip cycle kicked off. I think it'll start with apes. I think it'll end with cool cats. And then in February, it's all going to drip down into uh, the smaller collections once again. So that's what I'm looking for. But yeah, crazy how how much apes are moving away from punks. And I think it's only going to get uh, more pronounced here.
0: Yeah, actually. So, so, so great segue into cool cats and cool pets Um we didn't we've we've definitely talked about cool pets and what a cook that's going to be but we actually never really talked about the uh the price point that they set and um you know kind of the backlash that they faced for for from some some people uh, for a little bit of context you know they were giving away a lot of the pre-sale slots to these other communities lemons was a great example of this uh i know mbhq got some um spoiler alert uh, uh alphaman ended up getting a couple too which was uh, kind of a cool announcement last night in the degen dojo. But we are uh, working on the, the best and most fair way to distribute those. Um, but uh, but, you know, they did all of these raffles giveaways, you know, discords were having quests and, and random things to like, you know, you win a spot, uh, so much hype for it. And a lot of the people that partake in these kind of environments are the ones that are looking for, um, you know, a good, cheap, palatable entry spot, newer to NFTs. They want some participation in these big brands, um, but are completely priced out of cool cats. Uh, and so it was very exciting for them to be able to to, to grab one of these, to mint one of these because you, you're never seeing Pranksy uh, trolling discords to try and to try and snag a couple of these spots so that he can get in. He's you know they're gonna wait for the reveal and buy the ones that they want to and take their positions there because that's you know an effective use of their time with the amount of money that they're sitting on. Um, but for those people uh, who are hoping for a cheap entrance point, uh, you know, after all of these were distributed, Cool Cats came out and said, yeah, we're going to do a 0.5 ETH mint. Well, to some people, that's not going to be a lot, right? It, it isn't. But to a newer Participant in the ecosystem, maybe they're even new to crypto, so they haven't seen their, you know, their 2017 or their 2014 bags just, you know, skyrocket into unfathomable amounts of money. Uh, this can be a tough pill to swallow, right? All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I gotta, you know, potentially pay two thousand dollars to mint one of these. That's gonna, that's gonna set me back. Um, and so there was a lot of backlash from those people saying, well, I can't even use this presale slot anymore. And um, so. You know cool cats is going ahead with it but this is one of the the spots where i think what Faroque did with the rug radio pass was actually brilliant um you know he gave away a free mint for the pass the pass was an nft you could sell it you could trade it or you could hold it and mint for the 0.111 that he decided the price would be now if you didn't want to mint 0.111, or maybe your liquidity was low and you couldn't afford it, or maybe you didn't believe in the project and you just ended up with one of these, well, now you have the option to sell it. And they ran up to some pretty high numbers there. I think 0.35, 0.4, just for the passes at one point. That could be a great little win. Transfer that over to the idea of Cool Cats doing this. If they had given away a free mint pass um, for the rights to mint, for 0.5 for the cool pets. Uh, I think that now all of a sudden this is a really cool function because you get those people who can't spend 0.5 ETH on a single NFT mint. Now there's a good chance that these passes would be going for 0.6, 0.7 just for the rights to mint for 0.5. I know that if uh, you know if if I ended up without a spot and this was available to me, I would probably spend 0.5 ETH on a mint pass just to be able to mint the cool pets because I believe in it. I think anything that this brand touches is uh, is going to moon uh whether be it in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Um but I just I wish that this was something that they did done. I I think 10 days away or I guess 9 days at this point being away from the launch it's not going to happen. Um but I don't think that this is going to be brand damaging. I just think that this would have been a great, um, a great thing for for people newer to the space to participate. You win a whitelist. Maybe you can't mint it, but hey, you made an extra fifteen hundred dollars, anyways.
1: Right, and I think that this is. Well, the the debate that occurred directly after this announcement was really missing. Everyone was debating about different things for the right reasons. I would say everybody here was right and everybody here was wrong. The issue is their timing. They should not have they should have released the price before they did these raffles. Had they just said that it was gonna be a 0.5 mint ahead of time then I think most people who couldn't afford it wouldn't have even participated in the raffle. And if yeah, they did- People they, spend a lot of time trying to get in too. They do. And if they did, I don't think people would have anything to say right now, right? If you went into that raffle knowing it was 0.5 and then you won and you didn't have it, that's on you. You're not going to go complain on Twitter. You, you know what decisions you made, right? But they put these raffles out And we all know when we're thinking about a new mint, everyone's thinking, you know, between 0.05 and 0.1, at most 0.2. So this is what's in everybody's head. And you win this spot. You felt like you won something. Holy shit, I won something from Cool Cats. Well, a ton of people won the right to not be able to afford to mint this thing. So that's bad optics for Cool Cats. They could have run it better. But is this expensive? not even remotely expensive. This is this, this is ch- ch- uh, priced very cheaply for the potential that it has. And to your point, it would be very interesting to see these Cool Pets mint passes on the open market because as we know with Clonex, those mint passes should be one for one with what the perceived price would be. And we think the perceived price on Cool Pets is going to be two to three e- each. So I would have expected those passes to get to two to three, or maybe slightly under to entice people a small premium into doing it. But that's what I think would have happened here. And by that measure, this is extremely cheap. They're leaving so much money on the table. They could have priced these at one and still given everybody a cook. right? And this is not your average team. This is cool cats. They are beloved. They are supported by traditional mainstream corporate entities like Time Magazine. They have merchandise, they have deals, they have licensing. There's so much coming for them that, that people want them to be funded. People want them to have a treasury. This is, this is them doing a public capital raise. And anybody who's a fan of Cool Cat should be happy to pay 0.5 because not only are you filling your coffers, you're also getting an automatic cook and something that's going to give you a x right off the bet so this is not expensive in those terms but it is expensive to people who think they won something and now can't afford to buy it. so that that's where i think they just made you know and you can it, It's very hard to fault them. I mean, as somebody who's helping on numerous projects right now, there are so many variables and you're dependent on so many different people. People are human beings. It's hard to get everybody in line 100 percent of the time doing everything right without any miscommunication. So I don't fault the team. In retrospect, that would have been the better way to do it. So I think it's just a lesson for any project that, that finds themselves in a similar situation going forward.
0: Yeah. Um, just a, a, kind of a real life parallel. Uh, I'm going to reference, uh, our beloved Canadian Tim Hortons, um, <laughs> Timmy. Timmy's. Yeah. So every year uh, or twice a year, they do up, roll up the rim. And, uh, if you guys don't know that, that's the, the rim of the coffee cup, you roll it up and you win a prize. I don't know. Donuts, coffee, free coffee, sometimes gift card for something, but every year they have like, you know, 20, 25 cars that they're giving away. Um, One year uh, early on in their inception, the misstep that they made was that you didn't actually win the car. They were going to pay for the lease for the car for three years. Right. (laughs) Um, Now, that's great. You get a new car and the payments are paid for. That seems great. But, you know, the perception was you were winning a car. Right. And, and, and so all of a sudden, you know, people win this car. They're like, no, no, it's not your car. We're just paying for the car. And then you have to give it back at the end. Well, now you got to sink maintenance fees into it. You got to sink gas into it. Um, you know, there's uh, uh, insurance on it and all of that stuff. And again, sure, free car. You don't have to pay anything for it. That's great. But, you know, the winning that prize was actually a negative EV proposition of you're receiving something that you have to spend more money than maybe you're <coughs> comfortable on, especially if, you know, you're talking about a $80,000 car that they're giving you. And now all of a sudden your insurance is expensive and you can't pay for that shit. Uh,
1: It was the Oprah controversy. Remember when Oprah gave away, you get a car, you get a car. That was everyone got a $10,000 tax bill. Congratulations. And thank you. Right. Well, yes, exactly. This is really, it's just something you have to consider. And this doesn't, I think cool pets is going to be not just one of the better cooks of this month, but just a pleasure of a project. I think we're all going to love the NFTs, love the game and, you know, anyone who gets to participate in it, that's going to be great. And I, I just want a big shout out to Jake Udell and Bex at the Cool Cats team, who's going to be getting uh, Alphamint, some cool pet spots. Stay tuned uh, for that, how those are going to be distributed. I wanted to answer a couple questions that showed up in the chat. First, Joshua, do you think there is a ceiling for apes, or, or they'll just rise continually? So, my thought is that as apes really come into the popular culture, like you know, let's say Kendall Jenner buys one and all the mainstream media picks it up, they're not going to be quoting that ape that ape and ETH. They're going to be saying that Kendall Jenner bought a two hundred thousand or, or whatever it is. In my mind. I don't think there's a ceiling on apes till we get to a million dollars because just just my gut and just knowing how like these media and attention cycles work and frankly, how much money these wealthy people have. You know, if you were going to become a member at Maidstone Country Club or at one of these higher end countries, you'd be paying upwards of half a million a year. Not a one-time lifetime membership for a million dollars. We're talking a half a million a year. Not what you also spend on the club at the club for its services, which are not included in that, right? So the idea that you get all these benefits for a million dollars plus the greatest online flex that there is—I actually think now I don't know whether that means it's going to be two hundred ETH or three hundred and fifty ETH, but I do believe that Board Apes are going to get to a million dollars before they see any kind of type of sustained downtrend. Uh
0: Yeah. What's that in uh, ETH terms? That's probably about 300 ETH, right?
1: That's what I was going to say. And I don't know whether it's going to be 200 ETH when ETH is 5,000 next year or or whether it's going to be 300 ETH when it's 3,000 this year. Um, But I do believe there will be a point where just the value proposition in the mainstream media is you buy this million-dollar ape as a lifetime membership to this country (laughs) club. And quite frankly, that's a deal for the type of wealthy people that that would pay it. The other one that I thought was a great question from Shub. So, if I had 80 Ether right now to spend on NFTs, and the only condition was that I can't buy stuff I already have a position in, uh, so that means I could buy one ape or a punk and a couple cool cats or a bunch of cool cats, six cool cats. I think right now I'd go with six cool cats. I think. They are. I I was
0: fully convinced you were going to say I would sell all of my lemons and and then just go ham.
1: (laughs) No, no. I would. I would buy six Cool Cats right now um, because I think that it is the most undervalued project relative to its mainstream potential. Do you know what I think has held Cool Cats back up to this point? is celebrity adoption. I think they. I think Cool Cats are more of the inside nft project like you know them a lot more if you're in nfts and i think that they're going to be really appealing to the type of celebrities that are more like the heather grams of the world and you know like the 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 ones who don't want to drip with diamonds they're more demure they like the cool kind of cute funky things like you know board apes it's a it's a flex like you're a hype boy or whatever cool cats they're the wholesome like We're fun, we're goofy, but we're also worth $50,000 NFT. So I actually think cool cats could be uh, appealing to just as many celebrities as bored apes. And I think the reason they haven't gotten into that, you know, 20, 30, 50 stratosphere is just because they haven't gotten there yet and they will this year.
0: Yeah, I would uh, I would say I would sprinkle it between the cool cats and doodles, just like Penguin said. Um, I, I love the doodles, too. I think that the stylistically and um, and where they could go is just uh, is incredible in the potential for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I am short term bearish on doodles only because I, I thought they were going to get to 10 from two. They got there. And, you know, I, I'd say your, your biggest bull case there is that this is as, as beloved a whale project as there's ever been. Um, yeah. This is like, this is their darling, this is their baby. And I, I certainly am not bearish on its prospects in the medium or long term. But I do think it was the biggest beneficiary, the biggest blue chip beneficiary of the last cycle. So I, I would be looking to the ones that did, you know, even cryptodes. who the hell talks about Crypto? I was just thinking about them the other day. They're so no one's talked about them so much that, you know, maybe they're there. Yeah,
0: I would say, like, I love your point about Cool Cats being like the more like down to earth relatable. It's not that. Flashy, make a splash. on buying board apes or crypto punks, and it, you know it's definitely going to resonate with um, a certain subset of people. I think Doodles, in a, in a in a in a similar way, are are like that, but maybe a little bit more memey. And we all know who, how well memes do. But I agree with you that Doodles kind of got a, a little frothy, and uh, you know the, the that that ascent could not continue indefinitely. Um, I think both of those brands, Cool Cats and Doodles, are going to be looked back upon in in three five years year's time as that like you know um almost like the americana of uh of Mm. nfts right like Mm. the pepsis the 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 things that people just those brands that are beloved by the masses um and i just i think that cool cats and doodles are just gonna fit that so so well I,
1: i do think by the end of the year cool cats and doodles will be in the same conversation um as apes and punks even more than they are now I think they are going to get above those 20, 30 ceilings, and we're just going to be talking about them as as automatic, obvious blue chips. I know we kind of do already,
0: but... Definitely. You know, yeah, they, yeah. They, they fit the profile. They they check all of the boxes in that regard, for sure. So mm-hmm. Great, Yeah, great Doodles questions. has already
1: cooled off. I, Kenneth uh, was just pointing out that Doodles was below 10 this morning. I think they got up to, t- hey, no floor has been immune as far as I can see on my charts here. This has been, you know, everything's down. Uh, a minimum of 20, 30%, if not more. So I yeah. don't think doodles are doing bad at all here. They're just, they're, they're feeling it with everyone else. Uh, and Hey, just hitting
0: that 10th floor is a huge accomplishment. So a little bit of a pullback is uh, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Um, and Hey, Joshua, yeah. I love your vibes. Uh, you want to flip your cool pet for a Genesis Kaiju. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I I predict I picked Kaiju as my, you know, yeah, favorite, pick of the year as far as the one that I think will be talked about as the next potential blue chip. Um, So yeah, I love that move. We love the Kaijus. Shout out, Dots.
0: Yeah, for sure. I Man, I wish that I had got in on that Kaiju Discord. Um, It's been... A uh, uh, very high price the whole time, and I guess you can get in with the the kaiju babies. But I love the uh, the uh, the the Genesis ones for sure. I feel
1: like people in Kongs and uh, Anonymous, and I know we have a lot of them in the Kaiju Alpha room, but they would be surprised at how good the vibe is. Because it's not just good alpha, but those guys like to mess around in a good way. Like I, I just I think that people would people would like the vibe in there a lot. So.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things from anybody yeah. that's uh, been a part of that. Um we got a couple more things that we're going to touch on real quick here. I'm going to throw the the restream link into the AM show chat uh for the Moon Lounge, mem- Moon Lounge members if you want to come up here and and hang with us, but you know, if you want to keep asking questions in the chat too, uh we'd love to see it and it's a it's a great way to to You know, interact with us. So I appreciate that. Um, Real quickly, uh, Block, um, sorry, Metroverse uh, public sale is minting today. This has been quite a cook. Last time I checked, it was at a 0.7 floor. It's cooled off a little bit to 0.635 or 0.619. Does OpenSea update in real time now? this is a 0.1 mint. There's ten thousand of these, and uh, there's only about five hundred left for the public sale. So I'm going to say this: unless you are experienced using bots uh, and understand how they work, I I I wouldn't personally be trying to do this manually. Um, this is a, such a such a high price point compared to the mint price, and such a low supply. Uh, this is this is where people get burned. So I mean, you know. Do I have the liquidity to participate in this? Yes. Do I have the bot to participate in it? No, Uh, I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines watching this, but uh, this looks great. Um, this is kind of what I think the Land should have been if they uh, reveal anything like their um their pre reveal screen is uh Land revealed a couple days ago and it was it was a bit underwhelming and has really kind of taken a fall from Grace. But uh, uh Metroverse is looking to be a seriously hot cook. And uh, I don't know if you ended up getting in on, on any of these as pre sale.
1: No. I didn't. Yeah. I, I think that we, you and I are both huge fans of these little pieces of land and, and these little apartments or, or studios and things you can buy. And and these look, man, these look as good as any. I'm, I'm so curious to see how these get plugged into the to the larger metaverses we're all excited about. I think the hottest one um, of this last cycle has been World Wide Web 3, which has seen um, so many cool parties and all sorts of events, uh, races, and you know, even as here's a little alpha for the Alpha Mint Morning Show. While scenarius has been a little coy about exactly which metaverses the Lemons would hook into first, if you go look at their treasury wallet, they bought some uh, World Wide Web three apartments and land. So I that's think that's definitely um, on
0: brand for them too. That cool, oh yeah, style stuff. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: So I, I, think th- I, I think that I think that the these little these land plays uh, they're really cool. They're they're such sims, uh, Sim City vibes from when we were younger, and they're they're both nostalgic and kind of speak to this land grab that's going on when r- right now. I'll tell you one floor that doesn't even blink at the macro situation is that sandbox uh, land floor man yeah, it is wow. just teflon there at at whatever price it's, it's just stable just like there is just no land available it is it is one of the more stable nfts out there um you rarely see that floor get undercut and you know i i think this trend's going to accelerate that's, that's very cool stuff i know a bunch of uh, people in alpha mint were in on that so i'm hoping that one cooks even further i remember yeah. Nanopass, everyone was so excited about got up to like 1.7 yeah i wonder what that's doing these days <laughs> No, that one un- that one pulled back. Yeah, people, a lot. People like yeah, point five or point six. I think last time I looked. Yeah, there was a question about the kaiju. So the kaiju babies and the kaiju genesis are in the same collection. Um, so when you make a baby, which is you fuse two kaiju's and burn seven hundred and fifty r waste, which is the native token that the genesis kaiju's create. So that is the main distinguishing utility. Right now, between the babies and the Genesis kaiju's, if you go to the properties and filter it down to the Genesis, you'll see they're sitting at about three point five four ETH. Uh, last time I looked, so they're you know roughly three times uh, what the babies tend to go for.
0: Yeah, um, I, going back to the the Metroverse, I you know what I realized. Um, I really love about them. And maybe this is just like me personally. Uh, obviously, there's the the Sim City kind of nostalgia involved in it. But um, I really love like living in a metro area, like a, a high rises, these big cities. Right. Like my the city I live in is relatively big, but like Toronto is one. I got to get to New York sometime because I, I'm sure I will just fall in love with it. Um, but it almost reminds me of like being up in a high rise, you know, like the 30th, 40th floor sitting out on the balcony and just like watching the the life of the city right like you see the cars the people walking around lights like all of that stuff like there's just something like so um incredible i find about it and i think that's you know part partially why i'm so drawn to these things too Is just there's like just such an incredible amount of detail in that stuff just like in a real city right like you can you can walk around the same streets and notice something new all of the time yeah definitely and know. So, yeah. Um, White Rabbit's minting today to uh, 0.13 floor is 0.08 mint. Important to remember that the pre-sale minted for 0.06 ETH in gas. So um, the entry point and where the floor is sitting at is a little bit juicier. Uh, it's dropping a little bit, a little bit juicier than it will be if you're public minting. Um, I don't have a ton of context on this other than like, it's kind of like sort of cute, sort of attitude-y kind of uh, 3D style bunnies. So if anybody's participating in that love to hear more about it. But uh, I don't think that this is going to be a giant gas war. More than half the supply remains and um uh, you know it's it's not an immediate uh guaranteed flip for anybody there uh the last two things that we are looking at is the azuki and the little heroes that we both uh or we've mentioned on previous shows um little hero is holding about a two e floor azuki crossed over that three floor both are pre-reveal um and i personally think that this is too long of a pre-reveal um uh uh duration like i i really think that these projects benefit from that 48 hours let everybody you know shift around let it play out um and then let the chips fall where they may but i mean they're both the recipients of huge volume being traded almost 15,000 for azuki uh and 8,000 for little heroes but what what do you think happens with these
1: well you know this is a, a known artist right and Lil both heroes. of these yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Both yeah. of these are actually known artists. I'm not as familiar with Azuki, but it's a known street artist, right? And uh, this is one of my many trends this year as known artists. I think one of the biggest risks to collections that you own from the last three years is that it was a lot of crypto teams moving into art, or a lot of crypto teams moving into gaming. Right now, now that the structures are there. We're talking about world-class artists with big brands and known IP moving into this game, and it's going to overshadow a lot of the stuff we love. And I think that so many of them are just going to be instant returns if you can get in on that allow list, because the, these people have built-in fan bases, and it's reflected in the in the mint prices, in the secondary prices afterwards. Look at Stapleverse. Uh, yesterday, you got... Um, Edgar Ploms here as well, and then, uh, you know, we had um, Azuki with The Street Artist, and they're all holding a pretty nice floor. Now, what happens after reveal is probably going to be pretty typical, I would say, in these projects, but I don't think they'll fall below mint, and I think if you're holding them for the long term, you don't even really care.
0: Yeah, when is the reveal on these? Do we know? When
1: Azuki is- <laughs> this would be one of those like, is it this year or next year? Jokes because it's been like really long for Azuki. I believe it's going to be this week. I'm not sure about Little Heroes.
0: Yeah, we got to uh, we got to try and hold like a, a live spaces for these two. Um, mm-hmm. th- that was uh, that was pretty fun. We did it for Caprix, which you know was a, a little underwhelming. But uh, I think the Azuki drop is going to bring a lot to talk about. And I think we're going to see some some huge sales on those two. Mm-hmm. You want to do a little over under bet on the uh, the post reveal 24
1: hour high sale? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably see a 50 ETH sale. And 50 Azuki. ETH? You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going
0: to take an over. I'm going to take it over on this. Over? Yeah, oh, I'm going to take it oh, over. Possible. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, three three ETH floor, uh, 50 ETH is, you know, about 13X. Um, I, I definitely, I think we could cross that threshold for a one-of-one with the the hype around it. And um, I think, you know, the, the kind of brand that they're trying to build, um, I, I could definitely see someone splashing around in that. Cool. I'll take the under. I think it's a great line though. I mean, it's definitely not uh, like 50 ETH is a couple hundred thousand dollars. No, again, math, $150,000, I guess with today's ETH prices. So yeah, um, yeah, not nothing for sure. If
1: If one goes for 40 or 60, it was a good line. If one sells for 120, I was missing something.
0: Yeah, for sure. We, that was a lot of fun <laughs> when we did that for Mecca. I think was it Mecca where we uh, probably, uh, the of old um, wrench into
1: it. Like, yeah. no, no could never be simple. It could never just be a simple like, "Yep, you won." No, there's always a, a contingency
0: yeah 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 for sure um all right uh on that note let's bring uh josh up on stage i thank you for your patience my friend um i am going to step away from the computer very very briefly but i'll let you uh you you hang out with josh for a couple minutes and i will be right back
2: yay
1: i get to hang out with josh you got it
2: hey hey, gmgm Ham, sir
1: wonderful how about you
2: Oh, doing all right. Waking up. Caffeinating. All the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I got my,
1: my second coffee and ham. What What you up to today? What are we thinking about?
2: Oh, man. Lots to think about. I, uh, I did a uh, nice little PFP just for you. Uh, it's hard oh. to see on the size, but that is a bonafide, genuine pothead right there. Oh my God! Wow, well, this is this is an
1: absolute honor. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Shroom Heads, uh, this is a project by none other than Curious Josh, who is uh, here right now. We we love them, and wow, I am honored. Thank you. If you guys don't know, I there are rumors that I may be a pothead, so this is a very you know my my shroom head is me. I am my shroom head. My shroom head is me i love it i love Hot it as someone who cool. thank you man i can't wait i'm I gonna I'm, i can't wait to get that thank you thank
2: you we're, we're yeah we're gonna get one over to you at some point here asap um mm-hmm. as someone from deep in the emerald triangle i uh, i appreciate <laughs> it i appreciate <laughs> it um yes, okay so uh something i was thinking about um and you're probably you probably have the a great perspective on this i've been wondering about like for me i started in crypto and that then it kind of bled into EF, NFTs. So early kind of crypto day stuff got in on Ripple. And then that slowly turned into something years later, got a little, went a little bit deeper with ETH. And then eventually learned about NFTs and got into it that way. So some of the, the very small amount of capital I have from crypto flowed into NFTs. But now I'm feeling like NFTs have more sort of mainstream interest or adoption. I know obviously there's a lot of negative sentiment, but like, it seems like that flow might be switching directions. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that, or if I have it totally backwards. I've told my story a few times that I was shown
1: Bitcoin in 2009. I laughed at it. I told my friend it would be stupid to invest in it. I mean, this, we're talking, it was under a penny, if I remember correctly. This was very cheap at the time. Uh, obviously... Dude, you were different. a poker
0: degen. Why didn't you just throw a couple hundred bucks into that? I you was literally
1: only... I was basically only playing poker at the time. And I even thought to myself, "Hey, I should put five grand in it. Why not? And uh, I didn't. So, do you know, there we that. are. Yeah. Um, but I like to think that if I had done that, maybe I would have become a Bitcoin maxi and missed uh, Ethereum and NFT. So it was all for, for, uh, for the better. But I was poking around DeFi summer of 2019, I discovered a coin called Rarible. And then when I dug deep, I learned about NFTs. It's actually what got me into crypto. And as I dug deep, and as I got taken over by these NFTs, I had the thought, I said, this is what crypto is for. This is the Trojan horse that is actually going to get crypto into the lives of the average person. And I'll tell you, it was not normal people who made fun of me back then it was crypto natives it was people who were into and i'm not just talking about bitcoin we're talking ethereum most people who loved ethereum thought that nfts brought the whole cause down that it was ignore, you know distracting people from the defi nirvana that we were all shooting for that they were they were a ponzi that was every, everyone would tell you you know nfts are a ponzi and these were people in the crypto world but i Contended that this is what mainstream adoption will look like. This is the most appealing value proposition that crypto has ever made to the average person. I think it's dead on. I think that's what I think that's going to be the theme of 2022 is that crypto is going to get into people's lives. A lot of time, they're not even going to know it's crypto, they're just going to be told there's this thing NFT. My favorite TV show or my favorite whatever is putting it out. It's on the internet. So it's easy for me to buy. I'm going to buy it. That's all they're going to think. They're not going to go deep. They're going to be like, what really is it? Is it real estate? Do I actually own the JPEG? No. It's going to be like, oh, it's Naruto. I'm buying it. I don't even care. Like that's just, this is what I think is going to happen. I think that DeFi gets to take a backseat to NFT for the next couple of years as it is really what, Onboards most people into NFTs. I think you're spot on with that, Josh.
2: Super interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a it's interesting the dynamics in this market, right? Like early crypto people. I I experienced that too with NFTs. I mean, when I first heard about them, and I mean, even with crypto, I was really doubtful. I I happened to put a little bit in early on, and that was great, Not nothing massive. I was a broke college student at the time, so <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. But yeah. um, there was some resistance even amongst the crypto community for NFTs and a similar sort of sentiment to what you see now with people who are outside the crypto community altogether, just the normies of the world. Um, super interesting. Okay, one other question. Thinking about looks rare, thinking about the theoretical limit of the the growth of that coin right we're at what we topped out around 6 bucks today it is yes, the,
0: yeah it's pushing 6 dollars yep. right now to to close a candle yeah I just
1: made a new all time high at 650 pulled back a little yeah
2: what are so you that looking puts, at <laughs> It's the market <laughs> cap. Really how do we, how you,
0: <laughs> is this like some weird currency conversion? Yeah. Like, are you not in USD? Are you? <laughs> are you like the British pound or something?
1: Magic. Like, We're just not going to trust my quote. <laughs> my price quotes on the show. We'll let Cobain. He like
0: rings them. the bell. He's like six fifty. Like, but <laughs> uh, it is at six ninety eight right or five ninety eight right now. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, this yeah, 850 million. So, (laughs) so for us, I just like, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, like, what theoretically is the is the upper limits of where looks can go, right? Because I do think it's going to push that upper limit just on hype alone. Um, but I just, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. Do I think it could go beyond $10? Yeah, probably. Oh my but God. But like, once Ooh, we get that, into, uh, I, I literally know, said this morning, million. oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go for it. Go for it. I literally
0: said to, to free market this morning, like, how is this coin not $20 already? Um, like, I, I don't think that $10 is an upper limit personally, maybe short term, like that would get a, a really kind of like <laughs> steep, um, but I'm actually going to let free market tackle this first. I just wanted to point out that like, I I really do think that this is still low. This is
1: like now fully diluted value is 5.9 billion right now. Now that would mean that all the coins have been distributed and are floating freely on the market, which if people like to point out that metric about why something is too expensive, but I don't think it matters. I think really the, the tradable market cap is what matters in the moment. Um, Short term event here is we have the lockup in 24 days. So if we're wondering where the short term price could peak out, I would guess it would be a few days before um, that 24 day period we're talking about. So maybe 20 or 21 days from now, you will see traders who are focusing more on the actual asset value start to take profits there. Now, where it could get up to that point? Well, people know that OpenSea is a $13 billion valuation. And human beings are simple creatures. They go look at that market cap number and they go, Well, I bet it could be a percentage of that, whether it's you know, 10%, whether it's 50%, I don't know, but I think that easily could get uh close to that 10 billion dollar mark on hype uh alone, as, as we just said. Now, what's really interesting about looks is that unlike every other coin that crypto has ever produced. We actually have traditional metrics to value this thing. We can look at its revenue. We could look at how much distribution is going on to its shareholders or its token holders. And we could come up with an actual growth rate and apply traditional valuation metrics to this. You can't do that with governance tokens, even the best (laughs) governance tokens we have. So even, even just
0: like the uh the the return on investment in terms of your wealth right like if the if, even if you got 20% a year in wealth and it's way way higher than that right now like that would be like anybody in the traditional markets would buy this and and reap their uh, juicy juicy dividends like you know <laughs> like crazy right until the point where that got pushed down to that 5 or 6% you know
1: yeah, i think there's there's two things. There's only two possibilities that are happening here. This is either too good to be true, which is possible. We all get swept up in these hype cycles. I literally try to come up with the bear case every day. I'm not trying to be blind on this, but I'll be honest, it's hard, um, right? So it, 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 the only thing that I think really is the impediment here is whether they can, uh, you, see, you know, we're going to see a big dip in how much wealth we earn after the wash trading period is over. But I think the customer acquisition thing here was very powerful. I think people will happily use it if the UX improves. So upper limit until then, I do think it could get, you know, somewhere between 5 and $10 billion, but it's very hard to say. So I, I, I have thought in my head 25 to $30 is possible before this cycle is over. I don't think I'll be selling when it gets there, but I really don't know. Because if, if it really does hit that target perfectly, it could be beneficial to just take half out wait for it to have its pullback and put it right back in, right?
0: When you're saying that that market cap, are you talking fully diluted or
1: no? Like? So right now we're at eight hundred and fifty eight million. So I think that it could definitely 10X, you know, possibly from here. Anywhere yes. from five Okay, to perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna mm-hmm. say
0: like I I I would have been surprised to hear you think that like you're if you're talking the di uh yeah, the diluted market cap. It'd be, a know, a It'd be a doubling at ten dollars yeah but um but I'm, I'm in full agreement with you I mean I I food for thought like always like I pull up like the coin coin gecko uh sorted by market cap and you start to see like some of these projects that have ten billion dollars in market cap and it's like okay like crypto.com coin like could yeah. looks rare be more important than crypto.com coin I think so. So now you start to say, well, $11 billion, where does it go from there? I mean, that's awfully similar to what free market was just saying with that $10 billion market cap. Like, I don't see why if this is a highly used um, um, platform with lots of volume on it and lots of people bullish on it, that it can't break into that top 15, top 10 in it. Because frankly, like it's already better than XRP ever has been. Like this is just a shitcoin coin through and through. And it's sitting there at a $35 billion market cap um, with the founders holding like 50% of the supply. That's not locked up. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, hey, but, hey,
2: hey, I hate XRP, but they made me some money early on. No, so no. Why and that's,
0: fine. I know what, it was one of my first really, really great trades too. I got into like 10 cents and exited at like, a dollar something. And I was like, whoa, 10X is cool. Then promptly watched it go up to 350, but it's never gotten back to that point. And it's yep, just, it, yep. it's, it's incredulous <laughs> to me that it's still there. And you have it something is. like Looks Rare, which is a legitimate contender to, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a platform that's going to go into the public market and probably be worth twenty to fifty billion dollars there. Like, why can't this in the crypto sphere be somewhere in the thirty-five billion-dollar range? And I think the answer is it absolutely can. And that's not just me trying to hype up how much money I'm going to make or whatever. I just I think that the real use case is there, and it's sitting right in front of you. It's already paying those rewards. None of this is roadmap. None of this is promise. Like it's it, The proof is in the pudding, and it's happening right now it's very hard to ignore that.
2: Yeah. Hey, one follow-up question, just because I think this will be useful to listeners too. Um, when we talk about staking on LooksRare and the APR or whatever the return is on it, um, I think it's good for people to understand that that fluctuates. And that's something that I yes. kind of, you know, like... I kind of wrapped my head around. I didn't go in thinking I was going to get a thousand percent on this thing forever. But I think people should know that, like, just because you get in when it says 770. 5% 5% APR doesn't mean that's that's what you're going to get on it forever. This if is a variable it. rate. It is not a fixed rate. Uh, and <laughs>
1: yes. the, um, the more people who stake it goes down, the price of ETH affects it, the price of looks affects your final APR. There's quite a few variables in. You shouldn't break your head over with the math. The real thing to focus on is the revenues here. If we can get revenues to be the same post wash trading, you'll still be getting that much wet per week. And that's the angle here, right? Yeah. Like if if all these coins drop to 10 cents, but you could still stake them and earn, you know, a $1,000 in wet every week, which I would leave it, right? That's just that's mailbox yeah. money so yeah they've
0: they've really set this up that it 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 almost behooves you from all angles to actually just use the platform and and turn this into something big like even if you haven't had looks staked or you sold it already um there's a great value proposition in actually just using the platform to trade if you have looked staked it's you know it's there's a huge value proposition to keep it staked because it's continually paying out um and then and on top of that, again, use the platform, right? So all, all of the funnels kind of um, point towards using the platform is going to be more beneficial for you than doing anything else. Now, again, we talk about how um, how active it is. And it does need to kind of c- break that critical mass before it's very, very easy to just hop on looks rare over OpenSea and use it. But again, it's, it's all in the usage of the platform. Like there's a very clear value proposition that is being presented here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And ooh, we'll see how it all goes. But I, I definitely I, I'm one of the many people who started their first collection on OpenSea using the default OpenSea collection or default OpenSea um, contract. Not Yeah, so it's that locked on there. Locked in. Yeah. yeah. And so as we just had that
0: conversation um, yeah. with, our, with our own little project
2: it's brutal, man. And it's brutal. Moving over is a nightmare, you know, like trying to move from one contract to another without massive gas fees is basically impossible. Um, so yeah, anyway, this is much needed. Very happy about it. Very excited and bullish on it. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Cool, man. Thanks. Do you have anything else or, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. If you guys have other guests to come up,
1: <laughs> do you see Josh's, uh, PFP today? Uh, Cobain. Uh, yeah, drugs. Yeah, guess what? That's my PFP. <laughs> is That's it for me? Yep. Right-click saved. No apps you use At that, that he's giving it to me. It's oh, is it to the wallet? It. Direct
2: oh. wallet. I gotta get your I gotta get your wallet address to you by yeah, the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. DM me. <laughs> I, oh, I
0: will. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's super sick. I love it. No man. I, for those of you that don't know, Josh is a incredible uh, artist, and he's got his Shroom Heads and the Curios project um, up on OpenSea, so you should go check that out. Um, all right, we got some uh, we got some questions going on in chat that I want to get to um, first. From like Jurassic Forest, is have we heard of Angry Ape Army? That was one that we talked about um, some time ago on the show. I actually I think it probably a couple months. ago go now do you remember this one free market uh, did we like it um i think in terms of like the the art style of it and whatnot yeah i i, th- I think so um is this the guy that did planet of the apes it was something along that lines, yeah. Uh, the 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 blah, blah, blah. the the uh, website was really good. Um, It was a really like hotly contested drop. Yeah, I think I just I barely it. missed out on the whitelist for it, but I did want to get in on this. And actually, checking in on it, Um, a two point three ETH yeah. floor. Jesus,
1: you want to hear this? So yeah, dude, they I, give I, me. Let's hear it. I got whitelist in this project, oh, right? No. But you had to like go in and contact the mod and say t- this is. First of all, that's always the worst way to set these things. Like telling people to like go in and contact the mod in a crowded Discord when they're auto programs to not listen to people, but whatever. This the I had to go in and tell the mod and he kept going, All right, yeah, just DM me the proof of da da da. And he had his DMs off and I couldn't DM him. And I yeah. kept saying, Yo, i can't DM you. And he was like, No, 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 don't worry. I just opened them and I tried again. And it was so frustrating, I left. And look at that, I missed out on seven grand. Lovely. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, I'm this,
0: story. Yeah, no, I, I would have minted to that too if I had been in on it.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean this. This was. They this look good. Felt like they look the good. First, yeah, they look pretty good. This felt like the first project from yeah. one of these like Warner Brothers Disney artists, but it was before it was like a trend that was being taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, they're at least unique. Um, they look kind of cool. I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting one there. They seem like they'll do okay. I do remember that project. I know somebody also asked about hate beast, And this one we should talk about because it is minting later today. That's right. Yeah. I, I am very, very cold on this one. And I am not going to make a price prediction because the market tends to prove us wrong in those settings. The Instagram popular projects Tend to suck in outside money for some reason because of how they're marketed. But this one to me feels like it could be the peak of all of these manufactured 3D hype projects. The art is very good, but the art is very good on all of these projects. And it just seems that this one has manufactured all their hype, that it's not natural. And I say that because the people in NFTs who I believe call cause the real pumps because they're known as market makers and holders haven't mentioned this at all. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe we're going to see that whale watching light up and they just haven't talked about it. But we've seen so many projects like this, that it's kind of slick looking 3D art that says it's by a known artist. But the only way this artist was known was that he worked uh, on Planet of the Apes. And, you know, and in Hate Beast's case, I couldn't even find out who the artist was. So I just feel like this could be the top of that bubble where people are expecting these to be five and six ETH on the secondary. Are they worth that? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think this project is going to do well post-reveal. So... It's possible that there is so much hype here it gets a similar Mecca effect where we see a very very high floor price pre-reveal but I I don't know I can't imagine it holds it maybe I'm wrong here
0: I'm getting an Azuki level um on this I think you know uh, I think Azuki is a better project personally I I tend to agree with you like these hyper realistic things are getting overplayed but every time we say that it's just like continues to be wrong um I, I do think that they're better than most. I, I can't deny that. Uh, but yeah, there, there is something about the hype. I, I You know, I, I think that the, these are going to mint. Definitely see them climb up to, you know, I shouldn't say definitely. I wouldn't be surprised to see them climb up to like a 2E3 reveal with just some like hype going on. But these projects, you mentioned being big on Instagram and, and all of that. they There is something about them that really um, attracts a new audience too. Do you remember like the, we, we talked about it a couple times that crypto champions um, mm-hmm. there's something that like, just like people look at them and go, Oh, this is really high quality. It must be good. Good means floor price is going to go up. And then, you know, I, I think some people end up getting a little bit burned on them. Um, but I do think that it is uh. It, it does really attract like a a new group of people into going down the rabbit hole so i you know whether or not this project does well i hope that it's um is a good ambassador of nfts into those spaces
1: but people keep talking about this one being so hyped it's the next liquidity suck i just don't see it like i don't know if you were around for mecca everybody listening but like the entire nft world stopped no we were all sitting there watching one thing it was the super bowl of nfts it was all anyone talked about for days leading up and days after every single player in the game was buying those things pre-reveal this is why the mecca effect that, that that we now know as the mecca effect occurred I don't see that with hate beast. I see if these are successful, I feel like it's a little closer to primal apes. The only difference with primal apes is I don't think anyone expected that cook. Those did well, which felt like out of nowhere. Whereas hate beast feels like even if it does well, it's pulled all that surprise forward. So whatever it's going to do, it's probably going to do immediately after mint. And I would anticipate it falling after that as I just don't think you'll see the influencer demand that we did uh, for Mecca. I don't think it's the same level of hype. Art's great. I even said a yes. I, you can't deny. as It's good art. It's great art. I mean, I just don't. I'm still... I still wonder if you put this in a PFP along with all the other hyper-realistic projects, would you be able on quick glance to tell them apart? Bored apes stand out. They just do. And, you know... I, I'm sure that's an effect of them being, you know, just pummeled in our face for the last year and be, you know, being the most recognizable icon of our industry. But there's something to be said for like the simplicity and boldness of a 2D PFP that I'm not sure works in these hyper-realized ones, except maybe for Clone. I, yeah. I, I think that these are at least a little more plasticine, which I think works very well for 3D, but I'm curious to see. I want, you know, I haven't seen one primal ape in the PFP bowl. I haven't seen one. What was that? AAA one, angry ape army or something. Yeah, I yeah, haven't seen exactly. one of those. And I'm perplexed at how these things have a three E floor. And I've never seen one person rocking them. Like, what is that? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. I saw NFT goals as saying this is Mechaverse times two. Um, I'm <sighs> gonna just respectfully disagree with that. And I, I I appreciate your your comment in saying that. Um if if I go back in time to Mechaverse, uh maybe I'm I'm too like in just alpha mint or whatever, but like in the NFT, like this is something that captivated the entire NFT space. Like free market said, everyone kind of held their breath. Everyone stood still, um, to see what was happening with Mecca. And I just, I'm not getting the same vibes from, um, from hate beast i know that it's very culty it's obviously got a huge following but it just there's something about it that's not not standing out as like all eyes on this um clonex was the last great example of it it was all eyes in the nft world on or what's going on with clonex um and Mechaverse was the last one to kind of capture that Mechaverse was pretty close to clonex if uh if I, i you know i think in terms of just captive audience uh and the Maybe I'm not in the right spots, but I haven't seen it for this.
1: Um, Yeah, you're being said.
0: I'm not saying that it's not going to be good. Like I, 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 I'm willing to put my reputation on the line that these are going to be well above mint price and probably you know stay above mint price for a very long time, if not indefinitely. That's not what I'm saying, and I don't think that's what free market is saying. I just it. I I do not feel like it's had this like this captivation in the way that Mecca and CloneX did.
1: And I don't know anything about this community NFT goals. You could be completely right. This could be a crazy, culty community that doesn't list anything because they love this project so much. Yeah. I have no clue. I, I really don't know. But if we're talking about like mecha le- levels of hype, I think the next one is Invisible Friends. I think that every whale, everyone, r- well, that is going to be a very desired project. I think you're going to see uh, the same type of. Um, price action that we saw with mecca i think those could get to like 6.5 seven ETH pre-reveal um though I, I my gut tells me it won't be the same af, you know aftermarket reaction because the art will be good but i thought the same with mecca so i'm holding all and i thought cat bricks was going to be so great that they went up so i'm just yeah. gonna re, you know hold my judgment back till i see those common and yeah, yeah. you know the ape the ape uh, the hapes look good. I, I'm just, I just don't know whether they're PFP good. I'm yet, I, I want to see. I want so, to see people rocking them in their PFDs.
0: From a pure art standpoint perspective, this picture encapsulates a lot to me of why I would be very nervous about it. Now, I know that this is just a marketing thing. You know, they've taken specific, um, coloring to really make it stand out. You know, the oranges, the dark back, uh, the dark, the blacks on it. And then, you know, the, the white in the fur coat really pops against it. So this is just marketing. Okay. And I'm, I'm fully willing to admit that my biggest concern, if you were participating in this is that this is, what the open sea page looks like. Right? You see mm-hmm. a line of hate beasts, and it's just like dark non-detailed, dark, non-detailed, dark, dark, non-detailed, a little bit of detail. And then like, you know what I mean? There's almost no differentiation of it. Obviously a lot of their other stuff that they've shown has as um, much different color palettes and schemes and whatnot, which is great. They need to have that. But if you, if the OpenSea floor page looks like this, all of them lined up like that, uh, it's it's not going to, I don't think that the response is going to be fantastic.
1: It just people won't
0: sustain unique, that hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. people I, want unique PFPs and it, most people cannot afford to go shopping for rares to get them, right? So right. you have to mint it and you have to be happy with the one you mint. And if you're not, you might sell. So that's that's where I'm angling for this to maybe Um, my hope for them and my hope for anybody that's minting this is that the floor of the OpenSea page does not look like this lineup.
1: And, you know, Mecca was a very successful mint. Like, if mean, you remove what happened post, you know, pre reveal sure, yeah. and then post reveal, what is it sitting at? Five or six X mint? Who, you know, and I'm sure Hate Beast would be exactly the same. It's minting at 0.2. I don't think it'll ever get close to 0.2. I think no matter what happens, it's going to crash down to like five or 10 times whatever the, the mid price was. So, that, I mean, how could you call that a, a failure or something someone would not want to do? If you're on this whitelist, I would mint it happily and and not even, you know, think about it. But yeah, 100%. I definitely. Right. But, you know, when analyzing, because well, this is really this, this market is a pre-reveal market, right? Like you're, everyone's trying to figure out what to do pre-reveal. And the only reason is because every once in a while, there are these projects that nail it. And go up. And no one wants to lose that lotto ticket if this one is it. So that's what we're always kind of sitting there watching on these reveals. And yeah, if they look like all the colorful, varied, fun, amazing traits like we see in all the previews. Yes, if it's one line of apes in black clothing and all the commons just kind of have that look, I don't know whether they're gonna be as PFPable as they'd like. So we'll see. I'm I'm curious. My my bigger comment is on. This meta of the three D, the three D modeling with artists that claim they're known because they had uh, good jobs before, it feels contrived, right? It feels like rich people going, "Hey, get me the best project manager, get me the best artist, get me the da da da." What's the current meta? Apes good. What's the current meta? Three D good. Smash it together, and hell, you could. We know how slick corporations and and wealthy entities can make marketing look they, they put lipstick on a pig and they and what do they sell you you know so uh, that's where that's where i'm hesitant i feel like we're we've had all these what i would consider low effort quality projects leading up to this one that looks like it's everything and it just feels like in those situations you can get the uh, the sell the news type of thing so that's what i'm on the lookout for with hey beast one hour and forty uh, one hour and 38 minutes now going for, uh, for that man, that'll be 1 PM Eastern for anyone on the whitelist or anyone who dares bot that public. Uh,
0: I wanted to bring up another question that, uh, was asked in the chat too, that, uh, season season, <laughs> um, asked earlier and I asked him to remind
1: me, uh, doodles, possibly suing squiggles. Have you heard anything about this? Uh, no. And I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. This was another great one to bring up because boy, have I been torn in the sense that this art is so good. This 3d art is so next. Like this would be the 3d derivative. You would want to come out of the doodles entity themselves. They look amazing. They're, they're candy. It's like candy sex on a page. It's just fabulous. but. They're the exact doodles copies just in 3D. There's no, they haven't mixed the traits up. They haven't made new traits. These are just exact copies. So Why can't I even, find the,
0: the page for it? I'm struggling here.
1: Uh, on OpenSea or on, they're not out yet? No, I even is just the, like,
0: I guess Twitter
1: is probably. I'll, I'll send you the the info. But this is another one where because the traits are exactly the same, as the doodles, I think it's very dependent, especially given the high mint price they're going for of point three for the doodles community to embrace it, right? Because you're in in order for these to have a high price, you're going to need people with the similar doodle to want to pay up for a matching one.
0: Otherwise, I'm gonna bring, um, sorry, I'm going to bring Cass up on stage because I think he has something to add. But keep going.
1: Great. I mean, otherwise, don't you just kind of feel like you have like the doodle copy, like it's we, you know. It's very strange. Like, if you are doing a derivative project that exactly matches the project that was inspired by, you better damn well be blessed by that project and expect people to just want to have the pair. Like, oh, I'm going to have, you know, I also want to have my my 3D because I love my apes so much. I'm not sure about the impetus of people who don't own these doodles to want like somebody else's doodle in 3d form so i'm thinking the whole time like man this art is great i love it and it is arguably one of the more hype drops of the month they have 200,000 people in the discord it's notoriously impossible to get the whitelist spot it feels like it's made but same thing as hypey i just feel like if they couldn't get the doodles community on board This one was going to have a similar, very, very shaky um, post-mint thing. I think it would mint out on the hype. And then I just think it would be a bomb post-mint. And now I'm doubly convinced that if doodles are angry with this project, I think it's dead. If if we get wind that the actual company uh, doodles project wants to go after these guys. I don't even mean if they go after them legally if they just say that these are a persona non grata we don't approve this derivative they're dead I, I believe I, as good as the art is as as rich I, I love this art but I would not mint it at point three given that I don't think the doodles community will adopt it um they've changed the art they
3: oh,
0: did on Squiggle? 0.3 mint price oh, too. Holy shit.
3: Last night, uh, in the Squiggles Discord last night, oh, and even 24 hours before, they caught wind that the Doodos community were just not interested. And Doodles were already kind of speaking to OS in regards of banning mm. them. Um, so with their legal advisors, they have absolutely, well, before they've even minted out, they're in the process of uh, changing all the artwork. Um <laughs> Last night, they said 75% would be complete by today in terms of the artwork. that seems
1: quick. For (laughs) someone who's on a project, (laughs) a few of them, that seems such a quick turnaround. Maybe that was always
0: the plan.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: Maybe it was drum up some controversy by doing direct copies, Mm -hmm. get some some real eyes on it, and then just be like, (laughs) ah, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the worst marketing ploy. How no, do you I feel w- about this project? GM, by the way, Cass.
3: Oh, GM. Um, how do I feel about it? I was lucky to get whitelist from from the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh great. And when I got into because people in the moonlands were saying, Cass, you've, you've you've got whitelist, jump on there quick. So, <laughs> so I jumped on there. Um so much hype that you can't even get an answer from any question mm-hmm. that you put in on the Discord. Um, but then I started to read the announcements. I always kind of gauge the amount of people in the Discord, not just from the numbers from the top, but from the um, emoji likes that they that they use, just yeah. to give you some sort of a gauge. And um, on average, between six hundred to to a thousand likes or emojis on on a comment, which shows there's some sort of traction. Um, but again, like you, when when I saw the point three mint for a project that hasn't got much apart from 3d art that look like doodles and like carbon copy of doodles at like that
0: well, well in, in here sorry to interrupt you i'll let you go back to that thought yes um if it's a 3d project of doodles like if, if doodles didn't exist these would be absolutely incredible but um the simplicity of doodles means it's not super hard to redo it in a 3D format, right? And therefore, if it's just a direct copy in 3D form, now all of a sudden you're talking about... There's something probably different. AI
1: that could render then, that at this well, point. Yeah,
0: very much so. Um, and... um then to go and charge 0.3, I could see why people would get a, their backup against it, particularly Doodles. You know, they're going to mint 10,000 of these, make, you know, 3,000 ETH off of it, make 3,000 ETH off of their work, and then, you know, <laughs> what happens? Like, that's crazy. This isn't, you know, if this is 0.025 mint price, max mint 10 stealth drop, I bet Doodles is like, these are fucking great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. like It I don't know. I, I I definitely see why people would get a little pissy about what's going on here, for sure.
3: Well, again, it's like when when you when you look at the price, you you think zero point three for this, zero point five for cool pets, and then you look <laughs> at recently. yeah,
0: I, that's exactly what came into my mind too. I'm like, fucking mm-hmm. cool cats is charging only a little bit more than that.
1: That's the most ridiculous thing. This is an unprovable. Who are these people? Like anybody that charges above a certain, you know, price, it's like, who are you? Like you really have to have a compelling reason. We we
0: were pretty critical of the littles minting at 0.125, and that was an original project with a good team. And they proved us wrong. And I'm happy that they did, but like we were like 0.15 or 0.125, like fuck do these people think they are? And it turned (laughs) out that they lowered it from 0.25. And even that was like, whoa, like how did that even enter your mind? But I mean, they proved us wrong, and that's great because I actually really like the project. But for this to even go beyond that and just be ripping off Art.
3: Well, even going back to even Star Wars, when they minted the, the 10 Genesis at that price, that that's a bargain in my eyes when you look at something like Squiggles. Because it's nearly, what, 100%, 50% more than what Star Wars was. Yeah. And there's no roadmap. There's no, we're going to do this and that. I mean, when I saw that actual Squiggle that you've got on the screen at the moment, I've already thought of the people that own those squiggles or the them doodles. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken to them about it. And they're like, why do I need to buy that? I've got the original one.
1: <laughs> That's Nate yeah. Alex's one right on the screen right there. Exactly. That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a special one oh one He would not go near that thing. No. I mean Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> and they look great. I keep wanting to say, I love these. I love them and I hate what's going on here. Like it's I I just wish this was a doodle derivative approved because I'd want one. But, you know,
0: hey, if if, you know what, you know what would have taken these to uh, a level um, that probably would have got the appreciation on this price point is if they had like doodles quality animation in 3D style for each of these. They had that one
1: preview you were showing, right? I just saw. Like the rocket shooting up because that was Doodle's latest thing. Is this new rocket? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs>
0: yeah, I just mean like if these were like, <laughs> like oh if these were like each and every one of them was like Doodles come to life. Like they have like right, some right, just right. moving, and you could kind of see the eyes shifting around and stuff like you know, that. Even that
1: would be a copy though, because one of the things that Doodles community is like rabid for, and that they love, is they all get these like personal little animations in the gated part of the Discord uh, all the time and. Apparently, it's what cements that. They love these little animations of
3: their doodles that Poopy is always dropping them yeah, uh, yeah. in the Discord. So, Another thought, just a random thought. Um, going back to cool cats, cool pets, and baby cool cats, which kind of now makes sense why cool cats went really ham on baby cool cats. And I think it's because the cool pets were coming out. As the artwork seems kind of Mm. similar-ish. So I I believe if Doodles were to go out for these guys, Doodles might have something coming on later down the line, which is similar to this, and that's why Doodles is getting really pissed off about it.
2: That's
1: not a bad point either. Uh, I like where your head's at with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think a lot of projects are starting to think that way. Like We might as well get ahead of these derivatives. We know they're coming. And we might as well treat them with care and deliver them to our community ourselves, right? Exactly.
0: I, I would personally be willing to bet the biggest point of contention is how much they're charging for these, and they know it's going <laughs> to mint out. I, I just, I really do think that it's...
3: 3,000 we And going back to doodles. That's and just... I bet
0: they're going to have a fucking 10% royalty on OpenSea, <laughs> <laughs> too.
3: It'll be 50,000 ETH in volume
1: by Monday. Oh, God. And
3: you're like, what? I think I'd rather <laughs> win my shaman Use the money for mint for this to win my shaman had a lot Zug hit
1: $2.70 last night We're about a day away from shaman's minting out I'm guessing there'll be another 36 hours of shaman's left We're going to be moving on to ogres uh, Orcs are above 2.15 right now
3: Man, le- life is good in eat I will tell you well, I just hope I can get my last four bone shards within the next 24 hours. I think that's what WeWorker was doing, the same thing.
0: Yeah, he's like...
1: Yeah, if anyone's listening, two. I need 14 shards. <laughs> I will I will do unspeakable things for these shards, so contact me. Same, money. four. I need four <laughs> Whoa. What was that? What? I need four if anyone's I meant me. buy Solana.
3: That is actually uh. really impressive in terms of... <laughs>
1: Oh, down with Nothing shit. for that. Oh, look Nothing. at this. Uh, Unspeakable dumb. thing. Fine. Look
0: at this candle. Oh, get, get that off the screen. Zug but, dead. Get the <laughs> fuck off the screen. Get the fuck off. What is it? How low is this liquidity pool?
1: I hate half, half talking. E- a, I know it's Alphamint members too. Every time I quote the Zug price above $2, someone goes and sells a couple thousand. I'm watching you all. I am watching. Bruh, dude, you could sell a couple of ZUG and tank this fucking Calm chart. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ZUG does have a very low market cap relative to some other utility tokens. I will say that.
3: There's a lot of utility tokens like that to be fair. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because most of them have figured out that if they pack the liquidity pool, people. Liquidity.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Ooh, I got a taker
1: challenge, too. Yeah, I found a customer.
0: Sell all 18 of your Zug and put this baby down below a dollar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, I love it. Love it love aping love it. me some Zug this morning. Oh, that's, yeah, Zug, that's not Zug. PZUG. What's the? T- I Does don't know. PZUG have more liquidity now, Icon, than ZUG? Am I the only one who still watches? You Zug, get, Zug? you
0: sent me this link. You see, you you are on a whole different world of where you're looking at your charts.
1: You know this is unfair. You type AAPL into any search bar in <laughs> all of stocks, and you get Apple. You know, you type magic into a fucking crypto search bar, and you get seventy three different coins on different layers with different prices. Uh, come on.
0: Oh, this? now he plays the old, the poor old futures <laughs> trader, just, just trying to make it in crypto and NFTs. You
1: oh. kids with your symbol.
0: Back in the day, we used to be able to type in the search bar. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I'm yeah, done. That's going to change soon, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's going to change. Um, I was speaking to one guy who works for um, two. He wouldn't say who it was, but two major PC companies or two major computer companies. And um, what they were, what he was saying in the in the Twitter spaces was that their companies are not even looking to build computers anymore. You know, it's just the excess resources that they have that they're making the, the new PCs because they're looking at more screenless glasses tech mm. in the last five years. So yeah, might, might be seeing vital to search bars and stuff, and might have to use our eyes to do it.
1: The latest rumor was that Apple's uh, mixed reality headset was pushed back to 2023. We will be getting the full VR set uh, this year, with rumors of prices ranging anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars for the headset.
0: That's actually a lot cheaper for an Apple headset than I thought it would be. I thought twenty five hundred, no problem. Yeah,
3: not two thousand bucks, not bad. No, that's not bad at all, man. That 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 means sell a lemon. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, one lemon. By the time the headset comes out, it'll be fractionalizing a lemon and selling a hundredth of it.
3: Very true. Very very, very true. true. I can't wait for that moment to (laughs) happen. Yeah, it'll be be good good times. It's it's not
1: now. I'll just let everyone know if you go look at the price, that would not be now. This will be at a future date. Question
0: for Free Market Do we have an interview coming up soon?
1: Uh, yeah, we do. We have an interview today at 1 p.m. with the Elementary Boys. This is a cool project that I dropped the Discord in yesterday in the d Dojo. It is an elementary school where you kind of uh, you, you level your way up through and then there's a casino. And All I have been told is that you better treat your casino chips like they're real. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, it's a friend of mine, uh, project. He gave me an honorary role in there, and I'm kind of on the journey with you guys. I'm helping him market a little bit, but I don't know much. I'm trying to get in there and level up with all of you, and I'm a casino guy, so I'm trying to get into that casino, maybe play a little blackjack, and, mm-hmm. and see what comes of this. So we're going to be interviewing him to ask about all the facets of elementary boys coming up here at 1 p.m.
3: Eastern Standard. Can I ask a question?
0: Said, sure. sure. That's why you're here. Other than the, the good vibes, obviously.
3: Oh, only the good vibes, fam. Only the good vibes. So, what in three weeks' time are you going to give me an interview?
0: In three weeks,
3: well, yes. <laughs> you have in, pro- I'm, I'm, in three weeks' time, I will be here. Well, then, yes. Of course, <laughs> yeah. we will
1: give you an interview. Uh, please, this oh, is. The, I, I, I wish you had already told us. We'd be gearing it up.
3: Let us uh, know. No, the no, DM. No, no. Hit us in the DM. Do you know what it is? It's more of a case of just trying to kind of um, get it all sorted out before I open my mouth. So, uh, smart, yeah. This so is once, smart. Once when I've got everything in play, then yeah, I'll let you guys know, man, because you're the first people I want to be involved with. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful.
0: Did you um? Did you see the uh the floor on the uh the
3: Starwolves Open Sea collection? No, but I did see that, and I would. You know what? When when that giveaway happened, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was three o'clock in the morning in the UK. Yeah. I yeah, waited yeah. up seven o'clock in the morning, dude. I was uh, like literally pinned yeah, on my. Pretty good too. They were fucking sick, dude. They were <laughs> sorry, excuse mm-hmm. my face. No, no. Sexy as fuck. Um yeah, I'm I'm I'll be honest, I am envious of the people that have got it. Um but I love them as well. But I want one. I want one now. There'd I be mean, tons
0: of opportunity. <laughs> now, now.
3: <laughs>
0: Shout out though. Everybody that won ended up picking up up theirs. Um, throw them up on screen there. I had to change my uh my alpha mint profile picture from uh the old uh red boy there because uh the happy uh, recipient has it as theirs. So uh congratulations to everyone. But yeah, I love the floor, that red boy. the floor zero. You know why? Cause nobody's fucking selling them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> dash dash dash. The floor is infinity. Do you have infinity Ethereum?
0: Nobody infinity has infinity Ethereum. The Weth offers incoming.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we need Drip to put his up, but for like you know seventy-five ETH just to yeah. Drip a nice list yours floor. for
1: like a thousand ETH just so we can get that pretty that pretty floor up
0: there. P- so pump R- it up R2. on WGMI.
3: R2, have you got the um? Have you got the 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 biker wolf? The what? Mm-hmm. The Biker Wolf. Is that yours? Number seven. This one? Yeah.
1: Is it mine? No, yeah. it, was someone, it was someone else's. R2 was uh, wearing it, but he... Uh, uh, okay. Told, yeah. Tell us about it.
3: Uh, I did yeah, see R2 yeah. wearing it. And I was like, oh my God, did he get number seven?
1: <laughs> did you guys know that R2 D-Gen is one of the artists on Star Wars? Fuck off. Yeah, 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 yep. Whoa, whoa. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> You kept that
0: quiet. Come on, tell them r too. Don't be bad. Uh, no, I. You know this is.
1: Don't get shy. Don't get,
0: I'm, get I'm shy. Being put on the spot done. here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't.
3: This is why I should you. Yeah,
0: I, I. I specifically on this one, I did do the art on on the uh, the, the, the Sig, Sig Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. But,
1: we love
0: the single. I, honestly, like, shout out, to like, Charlie. I have learned so much from Charlie about uh, doing this stuff. Like, this guy's a fucking genius on the next level. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I'm just, I'm honored that I, I, anything that I did is is even close to this project, so.
3: No, do you know what, dude? I'm not being funny. One, Charlie's a fucking legend. We, we all know that. But take some props, dude, if that's your artwork. Because if that's your artwork, dude, they're fucking lit. And you've made a hell of a lot of people go wild because of this artwork. So take time to know what you've done, dude.
0: I, yeah. I, I, well, I, that means a lot to me, honestly. It really
3: does. And I think that's everyone, dude, because everyone's got nuts over it.
0: Dude, the, the, the experience in that Discord, like some of the stuff that people have been um, uh, dropping and, and the lore channel and like, you know, the audio clips, like, I don't know if you guys caught the the, the rap that somebody did. Like, that was that was yeah. sick. Like people are really going ham on this stuff. It's been we so are
1: climped. This is this is the beginning of an organic community, if I've ever seen one. And we are just honored. And again, just huge shout out to Charlie Hilton for uh letting us participate, his conception of this project and the
3: execution, which has been second to none. To be fair, yeah, I I think even on a Twitter on a Twitter post up I said that the next blue chip company and i wasn't just saying that just to show the fuck out of star wars it's the honest truth because in terms of community i'm a massive person for community building i've, I've done events managements for years so i can understand what it takes to kind of build a, a hardcore community and the way it's been executed through star wars from 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 alpha min to the Star Wolves, to the way the Star Wolves are operating, to the way that it's making people interact with each other and building a community more organically just through law, which is unfucking real. real The concept is just phenomenal. And to have the team around them, yourselves, uh, Scott, Novo, Maz, you know? Nouveau. I love him, man. He's fucking sick, man. Nouveau is fucking sick. (laughs) Like, no, seriously, man. Like, yeah, I've got... No, no,
0: I'm not not laughing. (laughs) Uh, Just like, we've always referred to him as NVO, which is fine, but there was a a meme going on at some point when he got called Nouveau. um, Nouveau Rage? Yeah, I don't even remember what that was regarding, but that was hilarious.
3: (laughs) No, it's it's fresh, new, French, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, all of the guys, man, they've just been fucking amazing. And, And you guys as well, you've held the full very 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 well so wherever this project goes just be very proud that you you guys have been a part of it and I'm many thanks
0: yeah, appreciate that a lot, Cass. Um, we are headed towards the two hour and 30 minute mark, which is definitely going to be our longest show ever. But, uh, you know, as we kind of alluded to before, I think we're going to start maybe just extending the uh, the the AMA and the, the chill session. Just like I, people in the chat throwing up just random stuff, asking about Angry Ape Army and, um, you know, bringing up Hape Beast and, and some of these other projects. I know there was a couple that people brought up, too, and I apologize. Uh, that we didn't get to them but that's kind of like what we're we're planning on doing too more of just uh, after the show after the the segmented content that we have is just to kind of keep it going and and hang out with you you know find some discovery see some new projects and whatnot um, I just uh, wanted to give a shout out to um, Jaguar who mentioned the spatial metaverse I have no idea what that is but um, something to look into uh, crypto bats is minting today for the bronze level thank you rip for pointing that out uh and there was one other the lost glitches um max b mentioned that i don't know if uh you've heard anything about that free market but might be something to look at as well so always appreciate it sorry that we didn't have time to uh to talk about those but um speaking of talking anything else you want to uh, touch on free market before we wrap this up
1: Uh, The Gap drop later today, 12. Oh, my God. Would that be in 15 minutes? I believe it's either at 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. I got to go double check, but I'm watching that one because this is the final stage now in the Gap saga where you burn one of your metallic rares to try to get these one of 100 special uh, special NFTs, which allow you to forge a real hoodie. That's on the Tezos blockchain. So we're going to be watching that right now as well.
0: Yep, definitely. That's going to be an exciting one. So I'm going to let you uh, to, to get to that. And um, yeah, for anyone interested in checking out that interview, we will have it and uh, record it if you, if you want as well. So if you tune into that, we appreciate it. Um, as always, I'm just going to, you know, politely ask that if you made it this far and you enjoy it, make sure you're subscribed to our channel and hit the like button on the live video. If you so choose, that would be great. If not, I won't be offended. Um, but yeah, the the YouTube experience has been really, really good to us. And um, we appreciate that. So um, on that note, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Thank you for all your questions. Thank you for uh, sticking around for two and a half hours this time. Free Market, take us
1: out of here. Good luck at the tables, D-Gens.